terrorists come on stop stop like you're making this way too easy thank you you're making it way too easy way too easy oh someone had sent me something about the truth and i wanted to share that with you today and um kind of whoa 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 wait no wrong Wrong, wrong. Joe Biden go. is not going to, and he's not qualified. He doesn't have the experience to make phone calls like you did to. So let's start it from the beginning. All right. I'm just trying to skip through the ads. Soldiers back to get our people out and you're going to find a very tough opponent. I mean, these are great fighters. They've been fighting for 2000 years. That's what they do is they fight. You do other things, Greg. Okay. You're not going to a Broadway show. You like doing other things. They fight. That's all they do. And we send our soldiers back. I think our soldiers are in danger, but it's uh, it's there's never been anything so poorly handled. We used Who's to talk the about the southern border. There's, you know, we had the southern border, the best it's ever been. Now it's the worst it's ever been. But this is blowing it away. So, Mr. President, I want to show you a picture. Um, I'm actually showing the viewers a picture right now of the uh, Joe Biden alone at that conference table in Camp David. There's something. Um, almost sad about this picture. Look, you know the setup at Camp David. You know what it's like, obviously, to be commander-in-chief. This does not seem like an appropriate uh, way <laughs> to handle balloon. a crisis. In the middle of it, he's alone. Just tell us a little bit about that setup that he has there. Is this inadequate? It looks that way to me. So it's a big boardroom, and it's uh, an incredible room, as Camp David is incredible. It's just an unbelievable place. And it's not a room you sit in alone. It's a room that's meant to have many people. You see there are many chairs. And to be sitting there by yourself alone is unusual. I think it was just a set-up picture to try and show that he's working. And he's not working. And more importantly than not working, the, what their, their thought process is wrong. The whole group of them, they don't know what they're doing. And whether you think in terms of Dunkirk, or whether you think in terms of so many other bad thoughts, uh, you know, we have thousands of potential hostages sitting there. Our military left, and now we're trying to get our military back there. And you know what we were doing, and I think you know this very well, we had it set up really well. I spoke with the heads of the Taliban. I had very, very tough conversations. They knew they'd be held to pay if anything happened like this. And by the way, who could even think this a thing like this could happen? But they knew they'd be 
hell to pay. And it would write, it would start right at their village where they all lived, where they lived very happily. And, uh, we had it, we had this worked out. It was going to be great. But the last thing that was coming out was our military. And we were going to take all the civilians. Second was going to be all of our equipment. We're taking it back. We don't want to, they, they now have black Hawks. They have army tanks that are the best in the world. Well, they're going to be used by Russia to analyze them so they can be copied and China so they can be copied. Guaranteed. They'll be sent all over to enemies to, you know, so they can make cheaper versions of them and they'll be, they'll be copied. It's, it's disgraceful. So all of the equipment was coming out. I remember one of the generals telling me, one of the generals that's on television a lot that I see right now saying, sir, it's cheaper to leave it. I said, if you think that general, then you're incompetent, you know, millions of dollars for tanks and millions of dollars for Humvees that are armor plated. And now they have the Taliban flag on it. It's a horrible thing, but all this stuff was going to come out. And then I probably would have bombed the forts. I would have bombed them too. So that whoever it is going to occupy them, they're going to be sitting on rubble. Well, and for that those, was our plan, and it would have been very successful, but uh, unfortunately, they didn't do it that way. This is something that's been a priority for you. You know, you had this negotiated agreement with the Taliban. It did not mention weapons destruction, but that has been <laughs> something on your radar for a long time. In fact, the day you declared for president, you spoke about our weapons left in Iraq. I want you to listen to this, please. And every time we give Iraq equipment... The first time a bullet goes off in the air, they leave it. Last week I read 2,300 Humvees. These are big vehicles were left behind for the enemy. 2,000, you would say maybe two, maybe four. 2,300 sophisticated vehicles they ran and the enemy took them. And essentially the same thing is happening right now. I want to show you that picture that we all saw with the hundreds of people on that big cargo jet. I think it's a C-17. Uh, right. All kinds of people jammed in there. Now, you pointed out you would actually prefer to see Americans uh, on that plane. What was your plan yeah. for those who did help us, the interpreters, those who worked on the base? What was going to happen to those people in a Trump administration? Well, we would take care of them. We would try, but it's a very big problem because we have so many of them. I mean, we're not making guarantees to people. If you look, I want to get the America. Look, I'm America first. Okay. And so are you. I want America first, meaning Americans come out first. But, you know, we paid them a lot of money. You know, everyone's giving them credit for being brave and all of the things. Well, we were paying them a lot of money, just like we were paying the soldiers. You know, the Afghans, a lot of money to be soldiers among the highest paid soldiers in the world. And I remember Mattis used to come and say to me, sir, they're fighting for their country. And I kept thinking, I wonder why they're doing that because, you know, they're fighting their own people. I said, well, that's good. And then I started thinking about it. And I said to somebody, go out and find for me, how much are we paying for them? And it's billions of dollars a year paid for by the United States taxpayer. Now, once we stop paying them, once we said we're leaving, it stops paying, they quit. They left. So they weren't really fighting for their country. And I've been saying that for a long time. And I also said that Karzai, I said that your your head person is a crook. And he dealt with the United States Senate. And that was his, his greatest strength. 
was the U.S. Congress. Uh, the senators and congressmen, he had relationships. And every time I'd do something, I'd get calls from everybody. Oh, we have to. He was bad news, Ghani. Uh, he was bad news, this guy. He was, uh, I, he was a con man. And now I guess they just caught him leaving with a lot of money. But I said, he is not a leader. I said, he will be out before the last soldiers are out. He will leave. And that's exactly what happened. I called it all the way. I had statements put out, I think five or six years ago, that as soon as we leave, they'll stop fighting. That's why I wanted to take all the equipment, because I knew that the enemy would grab the equipment. And that's exactly what they did. They grabbed the greatest equipment that they grabbed, the greatest stuff anywhere in the world. And now they'll be giving it to other nations so they can cheaply copy it. It's horrible. At the Pentagon this afternoon, I saw General Milley and Secretary Austin. And I want to ask you about General Milley. Of course, I was taken aback big time when he apologized for that walk across the street with you. The apology seemed yeah, to so be was I. very inappropriate. Now I'm reading some of these books from uh, some journalists down there in Washington, D.C. There are a lot of problems in these books. But one thing that comes through, General Milley may have been actively working to sabotage your administration. Uh, it comes through and he was not working uh, very well. He may have been colluding with the Democrats. Did you have that sense? So he was recommended by people that I didn't think much of. And he was uh, also recommended by a couple of people and, you know, that I thought were just absolutely terrible. And uh, I decided, you know, and Mattis, I call him the world's most overrated general. Mattis hated him, hated him. I figured based on the fact that I thought Mattis, I thought very little of Mattis. We did a great job without Mattis. Once I got rid of Mattis, we took over. We knocked out ISIS and everything else. I said, if he hates Billy that much, maybe the guy will be all right. That's the one that a lot of people were recommending. But a lot of people didn't like him at the time. And I found him to be very average or less than average. I will say this. When he walked with the president of the United States to a church that had been burned down almost, if they didn't have the fireproofing, which was just put up, it was literally so amazing because that church was built at the same time as the White House. They went up together. And when he went and took that walk, and then he apologized because the radical left started getting on him, I realized I had a loser and I paid very little respect to him. He wasn't very good. So I, I am not a fan of his. Uh, I realized somewhere during the period, and he was highly recommended by, not highly, he was recommended uh, sort of the next guy in there. Uh, but in retrospect, I would not have made that decision again. And look at what he's done. He took the military out before he got the civilians out and before he got U.S. citizens out. So that would show gross incompetence. And I don't know your Secretary of Defense, but certainly based on what we're seeing right here, this is the single greatest embarrassment, in my opinion, militarily and otherwise, psychologically, certainly. Uh, this is the single greatest embarrassment I've ever seen. You know, it's ever. amazing. I don't think we've ever had a greater embarrassment in our country's history. I can't think of anything. I really can't. I mean, the the, the, the fiasco in the desert when we try to get the hostages was bad, but uh, this uh, this tops that. The media well, they potentially, Greg, if you think about it, they potentially have 40,000 hostages. You know, with Jimmy Carter, it was a small number. Uh, that was a terrible thing, but that was a small number of people. 
they have, but you know, I've heard numbers as high as 40,000 and maybe 10,000, but I've heard numbers as high as 40,000. And that doesn't include Afghans that helped us, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll have to see what happens. Now, I know the leadership because, you know, I got criticized because they said he shouldn't be speaking to the head of Taliban. Well, who am I going to speak to? That's the right guy. And I let him know, don't do this, don't do that. I got Abdul. I said, uh, how are we doing, Abdul? We had a very good conversation, but I let him know very strongly what would happen. This would have never happened if the election wasn't rigged. And there are consequences to a rigged election. This would have never happened. The southern border was the strongest it ever was, and now it's the worst. I mean, people are pouring in, including people from the Middle East. They're pouring in. Prisons are being emptied from other countries and being dumped into the United States. And it was a rigged election that caused this problem. President Trump, if you don't mind, let me pause it there. we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with you, Mr. President, and uh, you at home. And- yeah, we're not going to listen to commercials, but I'm going to tell you something. Well, actually, I'm going to show you something and tell you something. So let's share this screen. Give me a second while he has his commercials going. I told you back in 2019 about Obama and Al-Qaeda and how he released prisoners. And I walked you through a couple times over a period of, you know, four or five months, July through October of 2019, how the guy that he had released had actually joined Al-Qaeda. And this has been an ongoing thing. So what you are realizing now is that the same one person that is released, you know, (laughs) is the one heading all this Taliban stuff. Now, I know many people are like, oh, my gosh, he's pushing the vaccine. Okay, let's pretend. Let's pretend. I uh, just lost my seat as president. And half of America really thinks that they're dying from a vaccine. The other half aren't convinced, but because the rest of the world are saying it, they're just like, yo, we got to play along, right? How is he going to bring both sides together if he's saying, don't take it? Well, use your noodle. He's saying, nope, there should be choice. I'm sure you took it because he wants to say, I've never said don't take it because he knows that we're smarter. Like the actual American citizens, not the rhino Republicans, not the ones that are just, you know, insane, but common sense people like the actual America first people. And uh, there's a lot of them in that, in that, you know, section of American citizens that really believe that the vaccine works, right? You have to think about it. How would you do it? Like you have to understand he's giving you options. Nobody else is giving you options, right? And he needs, he needs to make sure that he's playing the footsie. He comes out straight out. It's game over from the get-go. I don't understand why constantly people need to be coddled about that. You don't need to be coddled. Let him be. He did what he needed to do to make sure you are safe because he knew this was coming. Don't focus on those things. Those are things that he must say. Okay? What do you want him to say? Oh, well, if you're a stupid Democrat, you ran and got the vaccine. Oh, only stupid people go and get experimental things. Like, what do you want him to say? Think about it. The the people that are saying these things are completely insane. What he's saying is you should have a choice. You're not hearing anybody else say that. Anyway, let's get back to that interview now because they just came back on. So hold on. 
for me. There we go. Let me ask you this. As I read these books about your presidency, and a lot of them are full of lies and full of omissions, yeah. uh, but a couple of things come through. The deep state seem to be working against you, very much so, and the entire media so. establishment. I would say so, yes. <laughs> do, you think they, do you think they purposely slowed uh, research on therapeutics or approving therapeutics and the vaccine uh, to delay it until after the election? Well, I can tell you this. Nobody treated the FDA rougher than I did. I'm very proud of the vaccine. I've taken it. You're probably probably taken it, but I'm very proud of it. I think we could have another situation with the Spanish flu 1917, where up to 100 million people were killed. So I'm very proud of it. Uh, when it came out, it was right after the election. And when it came out, it was a tremendous story. Oh, the, and they said I would have won the election. Well, I won the election anyway, Greg, by a lot. But they said I would have won the election. But I think what would have happened if it actually did come out a few days before the election, the media, the fake news, would have played it down. It would have been a small story. And everybody knew it was right there. We knew it. You know, one of the things I did, not only the vaccine, but I bought billions of dollars worth of it. Because otherwise, we would, it would have taken November, December. We wouldn't have any shots yet. And what I did is, before we knew it worked, we had good signals. But before, I bought billions and billions of dollars of the vaccine. And that's why we've been taking it for a long time now. And without that, we really would have a big, a big problem. And, and I do believe people have to have their freedoms and all of that. But, you know, I'd love to see him take the vaccine. I think Biden's heard it very badly because they don't trust him. A lot of people do not trust him. When he said pause on Johnson and Johnson, yeah. people don't view Johnson and Johnson. They say the vaccine. And I think that scared a lot of people. You know, it's wild right now, Mr. President, you are off social media. The Taliban is on social media. Yeah. They have a valid, active Twitter account. These horrible, yeah. hateful people who gave yeah. solace and refuge to Al Qaeda. And you are not on, on social media. It is. Well, uh, I have Save America and we put it out and we're doing great with it. And people are picking it up and uh, people hear my voice. That's why I'm speaking to you. And. You're a very important source. I will tell you that you are a very important voice in this country and you've done an incredible job. I'm just, you know, cause I knew you when you, when you were local channel five, right? Local <laughs> channel five. I watched you in the morning with Rosanna, <laughs> but you've done a great job. And, you know, being on, you know, speaking to you now, it's a lot of people, uh, speaking to other shows that do a very good job. Uh, it's people. We, we have a big voice, but, to save America, we issue releases, and it's under Save America, and they get picked up. But it's it's disgraceful when you think that you have killers and uh, muggers and dictators and uh, horrible, some horrible uh, dictators and countries, and they're all on. But the president of the United States, who had hundreds of millions of people, by the way, he gets taken off. And as you know, we're, you know, we have a major lawsuit going. We mm -hmm. filed it in Florida, and I think it's going to be very successful. Mr. President, I want to Against play you them. something. I want to play you something from about 40 years ago, an interview you did with Rona Barrett back when you lived oh, come on. at what is he, in my Telegram? Uh, Fifth Avenue or so. Uh, right. Let's go ahead and roll it, please. For some people, the ultimate goal in life uh, has been becoming the president of the United States. Would you like to be the president of the United States? I really don't believe I would, Rona, but I would like to see somebody as the president who could do the job, and there are very capable people in this country. 
And you go on to say, you go on to say that uh, it's a mean life. And ultimately, uh, the voters go with somebody with a big smile and not much of a brain. <laughs> and it occurred to yeah. me that you might have been talk talking about Jimmy Carter, big smile. And yeah. you know what? Joe Biden, you're ahead of the curve because, um, well, he does have that big smile. And I know that you're not too impressed with his uh, intellectual ability. Well, he was never known as a genius. He was never known as a particularly smart person. But now it's not prime time for him. And we need prime time. You know, President Xi, who I know, and uh, head of China, if you look at Putin, if you look at Kim Jong-un, look what happened. Nothing happened in North Korea. It was supposed to end up in a war. We would have had a war in North Korea under President, frankly, Obama slash Biden. Uh, when I met with President Obama, he said it's the single biggest problem we have, North Korea. I have a great relationship with him. We didn't have a war. And that would have been a nuclear nightmare. So it would have been a bad one. But I got along great with him and got along great with others. But at the same time, we took in billions and billions of dollars from China. I stopped the Russian pipeline, which is the biggest thing they had. And nothing even close. And I stopped it. And then Biden allowed it to go through. Nobody's been tougher on Russia. And yet I got along great with Putin. I got along great with him. It's a smart thing. You know, getting along is a good thing especially when you look at the kind of weaponry we all have. Getting along is a great thing. But I stopped the pipeline and he started it. And there can be nothing tougher than that. I mean, what I've done with Russia, what I did with China, I got along now with China. Once the China virus came out, once COVID came out, you know, I viewed the whole thing differently, to be honest. But we made an incredible trade deal. That's why our farmers are doing so well and manufacturers because of the China deal I made, the China trade deal. But I don't talk about it because once COVID came out, uh, you know, I felt a lot differently about the trade deal with China. You understand. Sure. Finally, Mr. President, I do believe the world would be a very different place if you were still in office. And uh, because Joe Biden is not going to and he's not qualified, he doesn't have the experience to make phone calls like you did to Mullah Abdul Baradar, I think his name is, and you summarized yeah. this a couple of weeks ago in Phoenix. I started off the conversation. I said, Mohammed, how are you? President Trump. <laughs> Not a lot of social grace, but you know, that was a nice, he was being nice. I think he was being as nice as he could be, Andy. But they're rough, you know, he's a rough, that's all they do is fight. But I said, we're going to come back and hit you harder than any country has ever been hit. And your village, where I know you are, and where you have everybody, that's going to be the point at which the first bombs drop. I told him that. I told him. Mr. President, I think only you. And uh, that's a fantastic thing, quite frankly. I don't think anybody could work, pick up the phone himself and communicate as effectively for America as you did in that phone call? Well, I had an understanding with President Xi of China also having to do with Taiwan. I said, do not let it happen. Do not. And it wasn't going to happen. As soon as they had this rigged election and the results came out, uh, now you have bombers flying over Taiwan, a lot of them, a lot of them. And something could very well happen there, which would never have happened. And you look at inflation, take a look at a different look at what's going on with inflation. Look at what's going on with these bills are going to drive this country out of business. What's happening is so terrible. Gasoline was at one dollar and eighty seven cents a gallon. And now it's going to soon be over five dollars and we're no longer energy independent. 
I was so proud of energy independence. We're first time in, I think, in the country's history that we were in energy. Some people say 80 years, but I think in the country's history, we're totally energy independent. And now we aren't anymore. And he's going to see, he's going to see OPEC to see if they could get more oil to the United States. Can you believe this? And we had so much. I filled up the strategic reserves with very inexpensive oil. It's which were, by the way, close to empty. So it's a very sad thing. I mean, I could go on forever. I could tell you all of these different things that we did, but it's uh, very sad when I see what's happening in Afghanistan, what's happening on the border, what's happening with inflation. Uh, It's a very much different country than it was eight months ago. You're going to be at the rally in Alabama on Saturday night. Newsmax will be covering it as we say good night, sir. Thoughts on 2024 and you. What are what are you thinking right now? He can't say it. Why do you so do look, that? I love this country. I hate what's happening to it. I hate it. And we're not going to have a country anymore if it keeps going like this. We, we're a laughing stock all over the world. And uh, I think a lot of people are going to be very happy. Mr. President, President Donald Trump, thank you so much. So dumb. Like, why are you asking if he could run when the rules say that he can't talk about it? That's so messed up. Now, let me clarify something. If I was the leader of a whole nation of people and the whole planet was showing dead people and I knew that they were going to steal my reelection and there was chances that I was going to lose because everyone was against me, I would make sure I have a vaccine to control the casualties. Because I know that the people that voted for me believe in free choice. And he already knew that they were going to mandate it. So why is everyone constantly dogging? How is he going to bring both sides together when half of the nation is completely brainwashed? Like, did you want him not to push the vaccine so that way they could 25th Amendment him? Put him in a corner and say, you're delusional. The whole world is dying. Stop. Or did you, you you know what? You saw the stuff that's going on in Australia. They're locking people up, arresting children, pepper spraying them for not wearing masks. You think that wasn't going to happen in the U.S.? Ah, boot on your face. He saved us so much suffering for those that actually believe in freedom of choice to maintain that. So when I hear people, oh, he keeps pushing the jab, he keeps pushing free choice. And he is not going to go against the whole world in a position that he is in now. He needs everybody on his side. And right now, everybody in America is living a nightmare. You have Kamala Harris, who couldn't, you still remember her dancing with a pork chop, Okay. The Democrats couldn't even get behind her. And suddenly she's fucked. She's vice president. Like, this is like a nightmare that Ashton Kutcher made up is punked that you can't wake up out of. You've got a president that can't string two sentences. He's sitting at Camp David like the guy on his birthday with a lonely red balloon. I mean, come on, guys. And then the Taliban are trolling him. Not only him, they're trolling everyone. Why? Well, Sharia law, that's their business. You're not going to make us look like Muslim haters. That's their country. They want Sharia. Let it happen. It's none of your business. Right now, why don't you fix your business and then start poking holes? 
Listen to this. دغه دا سوال خو باید د فیسبوک له ادارې سره وسي د بیان د ازادۍ دعوت دوی کوي او دلته خلک د بیان د ازادۍ دس کوشن شوډ بی اس ټو دوز پیپل هو ار کلیمینګ ټو بی پروموټرز اف فریډم اف سپیچ هو دو نات الاو پبلیکیشن اف اول انفورمیشن یو آی کین اسک فیسبوک You're asking us if our women have free speech? Our women and children have their freedoms under our laws, which are none of your business. You're coming to preach to me freedom of speech when people can't say what they want and they and and they disallow misinformation. You should talk to your god of Facebook. That's what's up. That's it. When you have people that you know are depriving people of rights that you still have and they're mocking you. This is embarrassing. So this is a complete a complete nightmare in in a set of Ashton Kutcher's punked. Right? Where you're just like I supposedly have an insane vice president that couldn't even get 1% of her party support. Dancing with pork chops, disgusting, right? I've got supposedly a guy that's president that nobody wants to be around the most insane shit ever he's not even running the show i already told you that years ago that none of them run the show that there's other so you know and then you're sitting there moaning and bitching oh he's pushing the vaccine he's making you understand i did this to save as many people as i could i mean i don't even understand <laughs> why people are even thinking about this like are you serious Could you imagine if he didn't do that? Do you know what would happen? The day after he'd swear in, everyone would be mandated. They would take your kids. You would have been dropped in FEMA camps. They would have fucking liquefied your ass. And you would have been wearing certain outfits and saying some messed up prayer to whoever they want you to. I'm just saying. How can you not see that? By what he did... and constantly reinforcing don't take that as a win i did that is to egg at the people that actually think that actually think that the that the vaccine is saving them okay there's people that actually think that this is really going to save them when those of you that have been around people that have gotten the vaccine you feel limp and heavy when they brush against you and they're shedding do you know why well one thing graphene does is cause neuronal paralysis But that's only hit off with certain frequencies, the more you know. So what he did was try to save as many people as he could. As many people as he could. So he says it should be choice. You shouldn't be forced to. So, you know, I, every time I see that, I don't want to be mean, but I'm just like, yeah, you're just not that woke. I'm sorry. If you're complaining about that, you're definitely not that woke. I'm sorry. You don't get it. You don't understand how ugly this war is. Oh, I would just prefer if he would have <laughs> you would have prefer if he would have um no. So, moving along, let's be grateful that he didn't pander to the few that don't seem to understand. Let's be grateful. Let's be grateful. Now, speaking of this nightmare, nightmare of a supposed administration which is really not being led by whoever you think is being is leading it we have a lot bigger issues to talk about 
I've told you about how these Taliban people were all released over the years by Obama because this was just as planned. See, this is how you get into a war. This is how you ask for help. This is where everyone's dying. This is where you forfeit freedoms. Take a listen to what Obama did. The top terrorist in Afghanistan is this guy, one of them, and uh, we had him. He was in Gitmo, in custody, our custody, a prisoner, but we let him go. He's now calling the shots in Afghanistan, but we let this guy go in exchange for Bo Bergdahl. Remember that guy? Yes, the soldier who uh, wandered over to see what Al-Qaeda was up to and started hanging with them. We uh, exchanged Bo Bergdahl. Uh, they gave, well, they gave us him. and we, You mean the actor? We gave them, uh, let's see, his name is Karkwa and four other bad guys. And this at the time was actually celebrated by Barack Obama. President Obama even had the parents of this traitor over to the Rose Garden like this was some beautiful event. It was terrible and obviously damaging to national security. You know who called it out? You know who had uh, the number of Bergdahl in this whole arrangement the entire time? Our president doesn't have a clue. He's a bad negotiator. He's the one that did Bergdahl. We get Bergdahl. They get five killer terrorists that everybody wanted over there. We get Bergdahl. We get a traitor. We get a no good traitor. And they get the five people that they wanted for years. And those people are now back on the battlefield trying to kill us. That's the negotiator we have. Now, when the elites heard this, oh, it doesn't work that way. No, it can never work that way. Of course, it's not going to. It's worked out that way. He's almost always right. All right. Speaking of uh, Obama, he's hanging with Bruce Springsteen and doing all kinds of spectacular things. Try perusing his uh, Instagram. It's got one spectacular picture of him being cool somewhere uh, as he gets rich. Something interesting happened. Though last night, people went to his Instagram page and pleaded with him, Mr. President, you have to do something about Afghanistan. Do something. Support them. Say something. So many comments, thousands of them, that whoever runs this thing, Michelle, I guess, turned off the feature where you could place comments because it was getting embarrassing. It was getting awkward. So they shut down the comments. How about that? Look, the, th the truth is he's not going to do anything for Afghanistan if he won't do anything for the children of Chicago, as we have been desperately calling him to do, because he could broker peace. He, this is my idea. What do you think? Am I crazy? It actually could work. If he goes to Chicago, rolls up his sleeves, negotiates a truce between these warring gangs that are killing children, he still commands respect in that community. He could save lives, but he won't do it because... There's a possibility that I think small possibility that'll fail. He may not look totally cool, and that's why he won't do it. What a shame. If he did, he'd really be worthy of that Nobel Peace Prize. So I kind of told you that, right? Now I want you to listen to this. Just listen to this. He was at war at times with al-Baghdadi. And then now here they are, perhaps was giving him shelter. The indication was perhaps he got turned in, if you will, um, that, that, that this may have been an inside hit by al-Qaeda and ISIS. Uh, 
Is that is there something to that? Yeah, I, I, this is Cuck Todd being upset that a terrorist is dead. Just listen. I think that's total speculation. Okay, and, and I, 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 you know, that, that's not something. I- okay, I just want to say that was the most stupidest thing Cuck Todd said. Okay, so he even cracked a smile and couldn't control it because that was retarded. Okay, ISIS, Al Qaeda, Taliban, Hezbollah, no, not Hezbollah, sorry. ISIS, Al Qaeda, Taliban, and Al Shabaab all work together. They're all one in the same. And if you guys follow and just Google like Obama released Al Qaeda leader or whatever, I want you guys to pay attention because you'll see that leader was released to Colombia. And then from Colombia, he went to Ankara, Turkey. And then from Turkey, he went to lead ISIS in Syria. And now he's the leader of Al Qaeda or what they want to call the Houthis, right? BS. It's Al Qaeda slash ISIS in Yemen. He's the leader there. You know, the guy that Obama let go, right? I'm just saying. All these terrorists go to Ankara, Turkey. I'm just going to say that straight. We all know it. Nobody's saying it. And you know what? Adam Schiff and Nadler pulled a card trying to force our hand to take down Turkey. But we're not going to do it. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. So, you know, what's funny is, is that Turkey's actually talking with the Taliban right now. But, you know, whatever. Right. Just whatever. Right. Let's leave that alone for now. Because now it's turning into, you know, something a lot more interesting. Here is General Mark Milley, right, talking. Right, here we go. Other courageous Afghans at special risk. And to that end, I'm prioritizing three key concerns. First, the safety and security of our people and the people that we're trying to evacuate. As the chairman will brief you, the final elements of additional. Right. Um, so Millie comes on after this. I just want you to, to pay attention. They packed that plane with Afghanis and left 40,000 Americans behind enemy lines, according to reports. Right. Just let that sink in for a second. No military forces continue to flow into Kabul with about 4,500 in place as we speak. They are trained and equipped to defend themselves and their operations. There have been no hostile interactions with the Taliban. And our lines of communication with Taliban commanders remain open as they should be. My second focus is maintaining security at the airport itself. In concert with forces from our allies, our troops have set up the- Wait, pay attention to this for a second. So the Taliban have been let loose, right? Terrorists are roaming, but our borders are completely wide open. The airports are the problem. Defensive positions around the airport, and the airport is able to function safely. Now, we don't take this for granted, and I continue to be in daily contact with General McKenzie and commanders on the ground to make sure that they have what they need to keep it safe. Now, all- I can't listen to him. Let's just go. I want to see what Millie has to say. Here we go. Next steps are so currently the United States military is focused on the specific mission of conducting a non-combatant evacuation operation from Afghanistan. This is likely to be probably the second largest NEO conducted by the United States. Yeah. So here's, let me translate that for you. Supposedly the largest military on the planet is now running away 
with their tail between their legs. Totally not embarrassing. Our key tasks are to establish and maintain security at the Kabul International Airport. Defend the airport from attack. Evacuate all American citizens from Afghanistan. He can leave all those losers that went there and caused all this that Pompeo sent with, um, uh, you know, Molly Fee. Remember when I told you, why the heck is Pompeo sending Molly Fee? I said it. Last time they used Molly Fee, suddenly we have South Sudan. You know, but, you know, I'm only good at Googling and I'm a fraud. I don't know what I'm talking about. Who desire to leave this country. Evacuate any third country national or allies and partners as designated by the secretary of state. Evacuate personnel with State Department designated special immigrant visa that the State Department designates. Oh, wait a minute. What could go wrong? Let's just do all these special visas. Since we're in a rush, oops, we accidentally let one in. Oops, repeat 9-11. Shorting of stock, demoralizing our military with the vaccines. It kind of seems like the same damn thing they did right before 9-11. Is it me or am I getting a deja vu? The President of the United States made a decision to withdraw U.S. forces from Afghanistan on April 14th. Since that date, we conducted a deliberate and responsible drawdown of U.S. forces to less than 1,000 with the specific task of securing the U.S. Embassy and our diplomatic presence in Afghanistan. Since then, the security situation rapidly degraded. Today, the situation is still very dangerous, very dynamic, and very fluid. And all of us can be proud of the soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines who are executing this mission. They are currently in harm's way. That needs to be our focus. There'll be plenty of time to do AARs, but right now, our mission is to secure that airfield, defend that airfield, and evacuate all those who have been faithful to us. There'll be many postmortems on this topic, but right now is not that time. We didn't need to have those postmortems. If you all grew a spine and stood up for what is true, damn, this filter that they put on him makes him look kind of dead. <laughs> I'm just saying. So wait a minute. So what you're saying is we're going to have postmortems later. You know, something very similar happened right before 9-11, you know, with Iraq and the anthrax and then the forcing, the military, D, D, oh my gosh, and we're leaving all our equipment to them too. And then we're doing rushed visas and no, oh, oh, well, we, we couldn't, we did the best. We had to save all those people because we were smarter than Trump. We were not going to negotiate. We were just gonna, no, no, no. This is exactly what they wanted. Chaos. So that way the UK, UN can come in and help us. Every single rank and file that is playing along with this is going to go down. Maybe not today or tomorrow, but very soon. This is unacceptable. Millie, pull the pin. Right now, there are troops at risk. And we are the United States military. And we fully intend to successfully evacuate all American citizens who want to get out of Afghanistan. All American citizens who want to get out of Afghanistan. They are our priority number one. All American citizens who want to get out of Afghanistan. 
he repeats, who want to get out of Afghanistan. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. What? Okay. In addition, we intend to evacuate those who have been supporting us for years, and we're not going to leave them behind. And we will get out as many as possible. Our troops in Kabul are taking high risk to accomplish that mission. Every minute, these troops are on the ground, making difficult decisions with incredible skill, incredible bravery, and incredible valor. Currently, the security situation at the airport is stable. However, there are threats, and we're closely monitoring those. At any moment, they could happen. We can identify them. If we identify them, we will take immediate military action without hesitation in accordance with our rules of engagement. And the Taliban and every other organization in that country knows it. The Taliban are in and around Kabul right now, but they are not interfering with our operations. Through the State Department, the Taliban are facilitating the safe passage to the airport for American citizens, that is U.S. passport holders. So I just want you guys to understand this. I did show you that video about how to take out a tank. It's always from the inside. Now, while we're fighting tanks and juggernauts here, they're already putting a lot of them inside ours. We also have a risk, as you saw the other day, of unarmed innocent civilians massing on the airfield where it became a safety hazard to our airplanes, our air crews, and also to themselves. And we currently have that situation under control inside the airfield. There's many other risks out there, and the troops are dealing with those every single day in this volatile environment, which can and likely will change rapidly. Let me make one comment on the intelligence, because I'm seeing all over the news that there are warnings of a rapid collapse. I have previously said from this podium and in sworn testimony before Congress that the intelligence clearly indicated multiple scenarios were possible. One of those was an outright Taliban takeover following a rapid collapse of the Afghan security forces and the government. Another was a civil war, and a third was a negotiated settlement. However, the time frame of a rapid collapse, that was widely estimated and ranged from weeks to months and even years following our departure. There was nothing that I or anyone else saw that indicated a collapse of this army and this government in 11 days. Central Command submitted a variety of plans that were briefed and approved by the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Secretary of Defense, and the President. These plans were coordinated, synchronized, and rehearsed to deal with these various scenarios. One of those contingencies is what we are executing right now. As I said before, there's plenty of time to do AERs and key lessons learned and to delve into these questions. Yeah, I want to see those AERs because, damn, I've been doing my own over here without this happening. Stop. How the heck can everybody else predict it from years ago and they couldn't expect it in 11? Stop. ...with great detail, but right now is not that time. Right now, we have to focus on this mission because we have soldiers at risk. And we also have American citizens and Afghans who supported us for 20 years also at risk. 
So you left your soldiers behind and sent the Afghans, which, by the way, are most likely coming to Cleveland, Ohio. How weird, because Global Cleveland has extended their handout to the Afghan refugees in need. <laughs> there are about 500 people living here already as refugees, but they're extending their hand as the city where they'd like all those that were packed in the plane to land. This sounds so interesting. I mean, oh my gosh, how could General Milley not see this coming? I mean, all of us saw it coming, but he didn't. Uh, we saw it years ago, but he didn't. Okay. This is personal and we're gonna get him out. And we in uniform have a deep commitment to this mission. Hey, I'm Rob Finnerty. Thanks for You know, it could be down to the fact that the CIA never shares any intelligence with the military ever. It's called need to know. But I'm, I'm just like, I'm just so, what is going on here? So weird. Well, here's where someone's going to tell you what exactly is going wrong. Wait, no, I mean, they're on your side. They're going to tell you. Listen to how they're telling you, examining what exactly went wrong, because it wasn't a setup. This is what really went wrong. Questioning how the Biden administration handled the troops' withdrawal from Afghanistan as calls to hold him accountable grow stronger across the country. Joining us for more on this is former chief of staff of the National Security Council and CIA analyst Fred Flights. Fred. Thanks. Right? Nothing better than to bring someone from the CIA to tell you what's going on. For joining us. Hey, Mercy, good to be here. You wrote an op-ed for Newsmax and you called for Biden and Harris to be impeached for endangering U.S. national security. Why should they be impeached? Look, I know this is a very serious thing to call for and I didn't make it lightly. I supported pulling out of Afghanistan, but in an orderly fashion, in cooperation with their allies. So, you know, this is such grandstanding. Like, I could write 10 articles like that. I've said impeach 44. I think that'll fix everything. But, you know, he's telling you we should impeach them. Uh, let's be honest. Can they get impeached? Not really. You want them impeached? Not really. Because if they get impeached, who becomes president until election? Anybody want to take a wild fucking guess who becomes president until something happens? Anybody? Okay, let me let me let me let me tell you who. Give me a second. Let me pull up that audio. Whether he knows it yet or not, he will be leaving. Uh, just because he might not want to move out of the White House doesn't mean we won't have an inauguration ceremony to inaugurate a duly elected president of the United States. Mm. And the uh, I just you know I'm second in line uh, to the presidency and just ceremony to inaugurate a duly elected president of the United States. Mm. And the, uh, I just, you know, I'm second in line of the United States. Mm. And the, uh, I just, you know, I'm second in line of the United States. Mm. And the, uh, I just, you know, I'm second in line uh, to the presidency. And just last week, I Huh. Yeah. So impeaching him is something Nancy wants. So when you hear shit like, let's impeach Biden and Kamala, then you got problems, right? When people are getting behind it, right? Trader Joe, hang them for treason. Congress knew about this, so hang them too. You got to get rid of Congress. Remember, Congress is, giving all, is getting all this information, right? So 
just uh, if you pay attention to what they're telling you, it makes total sense. Just like she said, it doesn't matter. We're still going to have an inauguration. I don't care because there was a slight chance we would have won this if people would have listened when they should have listened. Because, you know, information doesn't come from titles and tiaras. Not a lot of people are. And eh, never mind. I'll leave that to myself. Let's just put it this way. This is not the right way to go. But anyway, let him sell it to you. Listen. In cooperation with the Afghan government and military. Mercy, this, this decision was senseless. It made no sense at all. Former ambassador to Afghanistan, Ryan Crocker, he's a career uh, farm service officer. You probably know him. He said about this crisis recently, I'm left with some grave questions in my mind about his ability to lead our nation as commander in chief. We're looking at a situation where a man who had bad foreign policy instincts when he was younger, now when he apparently is losing control of his mental faculties, is making decisions that make no sense whatsoever. How could we leave Afghanistan by abandoning bases in the middle of the night, by pulling the rug out from under the Afghan military, and then Biden gives a speech, taking an hour away from his vacation, to blame the military for the rapid fall of Kabul. Even Biden's Democratic allies don't agree with that. So I think we have to consider Biden is no longer qualified to be commander in chief and Harris should not succeed him because she has been involved in this disastrous southern border. I think if the Republicans take control of Congress next year, they have to move to impeach both of them in January 2023. Well, Fred, you bring up uh, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris. It's actually been interesting. She's been so quiet through all of this. I think she's probably saying to herself, you know, let the president deal with this fiasco. But she is going to be traveling to Vietnam later this week. Which <laughs> oh, my God, you can't pick this up. What did I say? First thing I said when I have Gans stuff came out. <laughs> I said this is like Vietnam, right? Oh, stop. You know why we were <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> that just made me laugh. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. You know, we went to Vietnam. <laughs> Stay there for 20 years because we were supposed to stop them from becoming commies, right? <laughs> And not only did they become commies, but every other fucking nation around them became commies. We totally freaking failed. And now we're in Afghanistan. Same. Stop. And we were supposed to be there. So there's no Islamic Emirate, right? It sounds like Qatar has a big hand in this. Well, it doesn't. So they don't Taliban watch. And that's exactly what happened. So this is so ironic that she's going to Vietnam. She's going to Vietnam. Is she though? Is she though? Is she though? You really think they're running the show? You think so? Stop. Stop. Why are these clowns even talking? Let's take them off. They're pissing me off. Just pissing me off. So second in line, Nancy. We already have two idiots. We don't. If you're paying attention. So. Stop getting on to their rhetoric that they want you to and pay attention to what's going on, right? She told you already. She told you last year, if you were listening. Uh, I just, you know, I'm second in line uh, to the presidency. And just last week, I had my regular continuation of government briefing.
<laughs> she did. That was in 2020. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Trudeau has called on Hillary Clinton. Come and help us. Come and help us, Hillary Clinton. We need your help. We need your help, Hillary Clinton. Yes, we need you, Hillary. Oh, did you not know about that? Hold on. There might be audio for that. Hold on. Let's see. Where's the audio? He called for a federal election, so he dissolved, you know, everything. Um, where is it? Oh, I, I, call, I thought it was there. Did they remove the video? Yeah. Um, gosh darn it. It's not on here, the audio. But anyway, so I already told you on Telegram because I, I don't think I was on air when he said it. Or did I say it on air? I might have. Trudeau dissolved, you know, he's asked to dissolve everyone at Parliament because he's like, hey, people aren't paying attention to wear masks and be obedient and bend the knee. And they're totally against masks. So we're dissolving the government and we're going to use mail-in ballots. So that way we get to put the people that we want up there. Just so that way we can arrest people on the street, kill them and use them for liquefaction because they're just a hazard to society. We just need to purge ourselves from these insolent people. Right. Yeah, so it was last week. So now he called Hillary Clinton to help him with stuff, right? To help him with stuff. This is old gods, new gods. New gods that have taken control of the U.S. have officially fucked up because they overplayed their card and they underestimate where the, where the jabs are really coming from, where the jabs are really coming from. So the problem that it the problem that many of them have is that they don't seem to be able to master how to maneuver truth. And so we'll pick up on that after this short break, okay? And I will show you all in just a bit, okay? Everybody's waiting for the fallen man. Everybody's praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Whip, whip, pull me like a racehorse. Pull me like a ripcord. Break me down and build me up. I want to be the slip, slip. Word upon your lip, lip. Letter that you rip, rip. Break me down and build me up. Whatever it takes. Because I love the adrenaline. Well, we need to do what it takes, right? We are going to do what it takes because no one's giving anybody truth. It's constantly them, us, you, me, black, white, poor, rich. I mean, I'm so sick. How are you guys not sick and tired of this? I am tired of this, you know? And it's basically all of us against them, right? It is. It's, it always has been. It always has been. And the who is them is starting to show a lot. I mean, they can't even hide it anymore. You know, you can see who's anti-America. You're going to see it. But I mean, even just for my lawsuit, you're going to see a shit ton. A shit ton. Rather than them get behind to crush Dominion, they'd rather crush me. Why? Truth is not allowed to be spoken. 
right? And this brings me to that. Someone shared this most amazing writing about truth, and I want to read it to you because it was so spot on. And it's, 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 it's how I've painted the truth myself to you many times. And it is, I, I mean, I, I can't even, I don't know where they found this or how they found this, but it was just most, it was beautiful. And, you know, it really struck a chord with me because it's been, it's been a while since uh, it's been articulated in a way that we understand it. I used to try to be good. I thought no one wanted me as I was, so good was my go-to. But good got me nowhere, not like truth. Truth, she tore me to shreds, devoured me whole, and spit me out, shaking and new. Truth keeps a box of matches in my pocket, while good made me afraid of transformative fire. Truth keeps me real, even if it makes everyone in the room uncomfortable. And truth, unlike good, does not let me bow down to bullshit or underserving soapboxes. Truth doesn't let me give in to bullies, misguided and fear-based criticism or cowards. Truth is a queen and a humanitarian, while good She's a silent, scared little sheep. Truth knows that good dulls my already radiant, fierce, and loving soul. Good showed me how to hide my wings, my words, and angel vision. Truth taught me to be brave. Truth taught me how to respect myself. Truth allows me to hold impenetrable space or any story, but first and foremost, for my own. And truth, well, she changes everything. And friend, she's coming for you too. By Tanya. That, I believe, sums it up. This is why there are people that cannot even utter truth. They can't even name the person speaking truth. This is why they're so caught up in P's and Q's and optics. Because it's not truth. Truth is never beautiful and pets your ears and sits there and gives you fluffy emotions. Truth gives it to you like it is. People don't like the truth. They simply do not. It shatters your reality. It shatters your reality. That is it. So today I demonstrated to you how nobody told you the truth. See, everyone sits there and poses themselves. Come on, we have a whole room of people that are digging and they're decoders and all of these fancy investigative journalists, they know their shit inside out. Well, did you guys know that Joe Biden's bestie was the one that was Dominion's lawyer? And that days, just a couple days after the election, he went and posed with Joe Biden on President's Day. And said, finally, we're celebrating President's Day. No one told you that. I did, though. Nobody likes it. Tough. You don't like to be called out as a loser? Don't be a loser. You don't want to be called out as a liar? You don't want to be called out as a what? A fraud? Right? And don't do it. Right? That's what, that's what the, that's, that's the way it is. 
So to all those journalists that are supposedly amazing, how the fuck did you not find this? Hmm? You were all over it. Where is it? I can tell you where I was. I was in D.C. fighting for my country while everyone was trying to sell their idea. I was busy trying to make it to the boss while everyone was kicking me in the face. Uh, you work for Brennan. I don't trust that person. Recognize they work with you in this country. That, that, that. Yeah, we had it all. Where were you when you were sitting on your ass doing nothing but stroking egos and saying, trust the plan, trust the plan. I already said what the plan was. It was the people from the get-go. Where were they? Where were your journalists, those amazing people that have a lot of shit to talk, but no shit of their own to produce? When I tell you when I was in D.C., every single loser came out of every little corner. I am not kidding you. And for anyone to say, well, you just came out. No, I didn't. I have been fighting for election integrity for close to a decade. Not only in our nation, but others, even though I hand in that. So where were all these losers? Because that's what they are. Losers. When all this was going down, I was busy trying to save my country. Where were you? You were there. You didn't see that the lawyer of Dominion was buddy-buddy with Biden? Posting new profile pic. Hey, look, I'm finally, you know, going through President's Day. Disgraced FBI agent. This person, he's one of the people that's going to come out in the lawsuit tied to Brennan again. Brennan, perp walking shoes. That's how it goes. For all those people that burned and hid the truth, that slammed it down, that attacked it because it hurt their pocket, doesn't matter. You're going to eat dirt anyway. The people will remember you, losers, with a capital L, losers, losers. Maybe it's because I'm from New York. I don't do shit to lose. And if I lose ever, damn, I'm standing tall. This is why the more you attack me, the bigger I grow. Why? Because truth cannot be attacked. Truth cannot be knocked down. Truth simply is. And the more you attack the truth, the more the people see it, the more you will suffer. And I feel sorry for you. Because you had the opportunity. Because there's a lot of other people out there that have truth. Losers. Losers. How did you not see this guy? Wait a minute. Okay, fine. It was November. It was like super busy. You know, I actually had my life threatened while you were sitting on your couch. But wait, let's let's take it another step. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, you uh, were like, you missed it, right? Well, you were following all these things, right? You were following um, the election stuff, weren't you? You were following the election. I'm pretty sure you were following all the election stuff because you were like so on top of it. You're like the best right? You're like the best. You're like the best reporter. The best. All of you. So great. Fantastic reporting. And you actually have resources, right? Me, I'm a one woman, two, the other woman doesn't count, and a man. Whoa. Huh. So bizarre. So you're telling me that two human beings are actually doing all the work that you could have done in five seconds because you had the resources, but you chose not to. I see. 
Well, let's pretend you missed that picture, that profile pic, right? Maybe you missed it. You know, whatever, right? Oh, I made a mistake. It can't be everywhere. But you did cover the Michigan elections. How'd you miss this? Dominion voting systems threatening legal action against former Trump lawyer Sidney Powell. Attorneys for the voting company used by several states sending a scathing letter to Powell, accusing her of, quote, reckless disinformation about the 2020 presidential election. Dominion says, quote, as a result of your false accusations, Dominion has suffered enormous harm. Its employees have been stalked, have been harassed and have received death threats for the safety of Dominion's employees and for the sake of the truth and confidence in American democracy. We demand that you immediately and publicly retract your false accusations and set the record straight. Out front now, John Poulos. He is the CEO of Dominion Voting Systems. You're at the heart of this, your company, of so many conspiracy theories about this election, all of them debunked. But I wanted to, to, to give you a chance here to take some of these down so our viewers, viewers can explicitly hear them and, 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 and very clearly hear your response. So President Trump says your machines shifted two to three percent of Trump votes to Biden and that you, quote, changed the results of a landslide election. What's your response, John? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Aaron. Um, it's just been an absolute bizarre blizzard of crazy things being said about us. Uh, it's been extremely damaging to our company, our employees. Hmm. Wait, there's more. Okay, wait. You know, maybe you missed it there because it wasn't that that big of a deal, right? It wasn't that big of a deal. Maybe. No, that's not it. Oh. Gosh darn it. Really? Are you kidding? Stop it. Stop it. You're not doing that to me, are you? Hmm. Let's see. Mm. Give me a second. I'm going to get this up because I know someone covered this and they still missed it. Here we go. This is important. This is very important because I know a lot of reporters that are, I'm so great. I'm the best. Look who thumps me. You know what? There's, you know, I hear people, I, I just went at it with Tracy Beans because I'm so tired of losers, right? And she's a loser because she actually tried to say that Brian Cates wrote an article that I had written months before and that I stole his shit, even though he published it way after I did, which was so weird. And, um, you know, I was like, all right, sure. I have that whole chat conversation too. And it was so weird because she went to Laura Loomer to complain. And it's like, what a little bitch. You didn't even come to me. But anyway, so she's out trashing people. And, you know, people are like, but General Flynn thumps her. And it's like, so the Flynn's make mistakes. I mean, they made a mistake not listening to the assessments I gave them about, you know, uh, Spider and many other things that you don't know about. Smart people make mistakes. I'm not even half as smart as them. And I've made mistakes in my life. So please don't give me that shit. Nobody should ride anybody's coattails. I don't need anyone to validate me. The truth validates me. That's the problem. And this is what they're scared of. This point, I think we're ready to hear from Mr. Polis. John, can you hear me? I can. Can uh, you hear me? Yes, we can. And I, and with you, you have uh, Mr. Brower, who I assume is your attorney. Our company's attorney. Yes, that's correct. Very good. Good morning, Mr. Chairman. Hey, good Thank morning, you. Mr. Brower. Thank you. Um, John, at this time, would you raise your right hand? Uh, thank you very much. Um, Mr. Polis, uh, please go ahead with your opening statement. Thank you very much.
So that was his lawyer. Let's watch it again. Pay attention because they saw this. Introduced him. Let's pay attention again. Nobody checked out his lawyer. At this point, I think we're ready to hear from Mr. Polis. John, can you hear me? I can. Can uh, you hear me? Yes, we can. And I, and with you, you have uh, Mr. Brower, who I assume is your attorney. Our company's attorney. Yes, that's correct. Very good. Good morning, Mr. Chairman. Hey, good you. morning, Mr. Brower. Thank you. Um, John, at this time, would you raise your right hand? Uh, thank you very much. Um, Mr. Polis, uh, please go ahead with your opening statement. Thank you very much. Pay attention. His attorney, the company's attorney, Dominion, the company, former disgraced FBI agent, deputy director of the CIA. Yeah, I was there when you got that coin, bitch. And, and former rhino of Nevada. Let me tell you something. I, when I saw that, I was like, how the hell did I miss this? How the hell did I miss this? I know why I missed it. Because all this stuff happened while I was busy flying around and doing things. But I'm, oh, oh, I'm like, wait a minute. So this guy was having a hearing. Everybody and their mother was watching. And no one seemed to look up who the heck this lawyer is. Nobody. There you go. There's your answer. There's, your, there's no way every single loser out there did not see this, right? The lawyer, the lawyer, right? They say, oh, this is our lawyer, the company's lawyer. This is how you know that they are not on your side. This is how you know that they're losers and they're being fed stories. This is why they've been thumping your brain with garbage rather than focus. Because look, full circle, we're coming back to the certifications. Like, that's what's up. So my main idea, which was like, stop chasing paper planes, stop chasing the data that's going to be corrupted anyway. And then when you rebuild it back, it's not credible, right? Because it won't stand in court. And I actually went down there and I begged Bergie, yo, you're the expert in this. Give me a statement. And he sent it to me on the 7th, I think, was it? Or the 9th? And I was like, look, I even have an expert on paper that signed this. If you don't get the modems now, I don't give a shit what PCAPs you get later, half of them are going to be destroyed because they auto overwrite. Pay attention. Guess what they did? Nothing. Just like they didn't tell you that the lawyer for Dominion is an ex disgraced ex FBI, former Republican in Nevada. And he was tapped by Brennan for an operation. Yeah, that's what's up. He's got that little coin. A lot of people have that little coin. So how did they miss it? How did all of the media miss it? Think about it. What are the possibilities or the chances of that shit happening? What are the possibilities of all media across the planet not doing one simple Google search on the lawyer? How many you want to make a bet did? Hmm? How many? You think those clowns that you see parading around that came out of fucking nowhere and are experts, right? Are going to be anywhere near President Trump when he gets back in? Fuck no. And definitely I don't want to either. I don't want to be near the White House. I don't, I want to be outside of it so I can keep exposing and teaching as long as God allows me to. Think about it. How is it that not one of them made a search? You think they didn't? Of course they did. 
Did they report it? No, they didn't. They did not report it. Of course they didn't report it. They weren't going to report it. It's not about the truth for them. It's about what gets them money. And when you realize that, you'll understand more. That's the thing. When you realize it, you'll understand more. The Dominion CEO sat on CNN and defamed me, called me a liar, not direct, but trash Sidney Powell because Sidney Powell is actually a litigation lawyer, right? Criminal more than anything. And she can see when something is right. All the other stuff with the technical shit, she wasn't aware of that. She just took other people's word for it because she's not an expert in that. But when it came down to the hardcore, no certs, no this, she could see where there was, I had evidence. I didn't just write that shit up, right? I still have evidence. I didn't write that shit up. So listen to how Dominion, first of all, lied under oath. So maybe... Tory says group of Michigan needs to start petitioning to hold them accountable for perjury because we've got evidence, which I'll also show again um, after this. You need to listen to how this actor lied on CNN because he's a liar. Dominion Voting Systems threatening legal action against former Trump lawyer Sidney Powell. Attorneys for the voting company used by several states sending a scathing letter to Powell accusing her of, quote, reckless disinformation about the 2020 presidential election. Dominion says, quote, as a result of your false accusations, Dominion has suffered enormous harm. Its employees have been stalked, have been harassed and have received death threats for the safety of Dominion's employees. And for the sake of the truth and confidence in American democracy, we demand that you immediately and publicly retract your false accusations and set the record straight. Out front now, John Poulos. He is the CEO of Dominion Voting Systems. You're at the heart of this, your company of so many conspiracy theories about this election, all of them debunked. But I wanted to, to, to give you a chance here to take some of these down so our viewers, viewers can explicitly hear them and, 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 and very clearly hear your response. So President Trump says your machines shifted two to three percent of Trump votes to Biden and that you, quote, changed the results of a landslide election. What's your response, John? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Aaron. Um, it's just been an absolute bizarre blizzard of crazy things being said about us. Uh, it's been extremely damaging to our company, our employees and customers. Um, we've The things being said about us just are not true. And as far as I can tell, I'm the only one that has volunteered to talk about these things under oath. Um, and so ultimately, we are asking for a complete retraction. Um, uh, or uh, ultimately, I guess we'll, we'll have to see them at, in the courthouse. Many of the conspiracies have centered around Michigan. Now, we know human error there did cause unofficial results in a county to show Biden ahead when Trump actually won. Now, that number was quickly fixed, right? We knew Trump won. The president, though, came out. Forget the human error part, which is the fact. He said it was due to software error, not human error. Again, trying to put it on Dominion. What's your response to that? How do you deal with this? Sure. Well, people keep talking about this, but uh, I, I mean, our machines are tested all the time. It's hard to think of a more and highly regulated business than ours. There are third party labs uh, that review all of our source code that are uh, certified and regulated by part the bipartisan federal agency, the EAC. Um, but most of all, we have paper ballots. We have one machine that allows voters to create a paper ballot, and then we have another machine that allows 
the counting of that paper ballot. So some of the bizarre allegations that votes have been sent to Germany or Spain, just to put this into context, the U.S. Army had to get involved to debunk some of these claims. The voted paper ballots remain in the counties. They don't cross county lines. They don't cross state lines. And they certainly don't leave the country. This is what's so bizarre. One of the most bizarre claims out there, John, is that Dominion has ties to Venezuelan dictator Hugo Chavez. Now, Hugo Chavez, of course, died seven years ago. But this is a claim out there that was getting a lot of oxygen thanks to Rudy Giuliani. Here he is. The company counting our vote with control over our vote is owned by two Venezuelans who were allies of Chavez, are present allies of Maduro, with a company whose chairman is a close associate and business partner of George Soros. Our company is American. Uh, I started it in Toronto, um, and, but in 2018, we sold to U.S. investors. Um, I'm not sure what Mr. Giuliani is talking about, but there's no Venezuela, there's no Chavez in Dominion voting, uh, never has. Um, there's no China uh, and there's no links to Cuba or communism. Uh, we are very straightforward, an American company. And, and something, by the way, that we report to the federal, state and local governments that we report to. Uh, in 2010, uh, while we were still a Canadian company, uh, I underwent a CFIUS process, which is the Committee of Foreign Investment in the United States, just to let them know who we are. Because in 2010, uh, at that point, most of our customers and employees were becoming American and in, in the United Actually, let me let me let me dispel some of this for you. So there was a lot of disinformation purposely put out there. <laughs> but the one thing he skirted over, right, was the EAC. Hold on. Someone actually did a FOIA and it clearly says from the EAC that they cannot find certifications in the state of California. Someone actually requested it. They came back late, but they could not find it. There's a shit ton more of this. So again, so again, he's a liar. He lied under oath. Dominion Enterprises is huge. The truth was obfuscated with a shit ton of lies. The whole Venezuela thing was correct in the part that we sold them our old machines. His 2010, he actually bid to take the elections for 2012 and failed. And they put him through the ringer because Mitt Romney's son competed with it. That's why Mitt Romney threw the race. This is what Obama did. And he already knew, like I showed you on the email, that he won in October before the damn election. So again, 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 again. In California, they had no certification. They're supposed to be conducting elections now. How are they doing it when the EAC is coming out? But here's where you see how genius freaking Trump is with all these losers, right? The EAC had no quorum. They had absolutely no quorum. And I have to thank Gavin Wentz for pointing that out when I was making my point. Because I had missed that. I knew they weren't certified. But he pointed out to me, thank God for Gavin being in the room where I was like, how am I going to, he's like, how'd you find this? I just had to play dumb. Oh, I just looked it up. And he gave me that look like, shut the fuck up. How'd you like, you know, <laughs> he just gave me the look. But thank God, real geniuses were in the room. It was Bergie, John and Gavin and I 
sitting around a table at about 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. And I was trying to find a way. And, you know, Gavin literally fell off his chair when I when I pulled that wild card out. And then, you know, yeah, you gave me that look too, Patrick. Like, where'd you get it? I, I said I Googled it. <laughs> I'll never forget the look that Gavin gave me when I said, yeah, I just found it. So you flew all the way down to DC and you just Googled it right now and found it. So it was, it was kind of funny, but I needed more than just that. Um, yeah. I, I, and, um, you know, Patrick was actually sitting next to Gavin on the other side of the table for my computer. And, um, that was the computer that was hacked by the way. Um, and um, no, it's not John here to help. It's someone else. You guys don't know the person. Anyway, and um, he's not public. And, um, uh, you know, Gavin gave me that look and he was the one that discovered that there was no quorum. So there's no, President Trump did awesome. The fact that they had no quorum further substantiates that any election post 2017 is bunk. You understand? Bunk. Because if they would have come out in 2019 and started issuing certifications, that was the trap. We would have been like, hey, um, wait a minute. Why 2019? Um, you're giving them now. Which ones are you renewing? The ones that already expired? Wait a minute. So you mean Pelosi never got in office? Because Pelosi's there with a bunk election. Do you see where it goes? So while every now what you're going to see is all your enemies, you're starting to see them come out because rather than them say, oh, wait a minute, this person actually has evidence. Wait a minute. Let's pretend I actually was talking with media outlet and, you know, now everyone's scared to write anything about Dominion, right? They are. They're all pussies. And they said, well, and I said, listen, I don't want you to defend me. I don't need you to defend me. I don't need you to write down, oh, that was lawfare. This, let's just pretend all that shit the attorney general said that I scammed people to spend $300 on QVC and McDonald's. Let's just pretend that shit's real, okay? Because for $300, you're going to put me through lawfare like that? Fuck off. Um, so let's just pretend that all of that is real. Let's just take a step back and say, yep, Tori is a piece of crap. She spent 300 somewhat dollars on, on QVC and McDonald's. She's so bad. She's such a fraudster. And let's pretend that fake ass bunk site that God knows who created was real too. Let's just pretend all that. Let's just pretend that's all. Let's just pretend that shit is all real. Let's just pretend it's all real. All of it. Okay. Let's just pretend fraud, liar, Tory. Let's just pretend all of that shit's real. Okay. Put that aside. But Tory actually has the goods. So what do you do? Shit on your country because you don't like Tory because she was a piece of shit? Or like, what do you do? Or do you back the information that that person has and say, all right, let's get it done. Let's take our country back. Which one do you do? Let's just think about that way. Let's think about it that way. That's what I'm saying. Let's think about it that way. Let's pretend that everything they say is true. Everything, everything. Let's just pretend. So you're saying that this $300 fraudster that had her col a colonoscopy done, right? For 300 bucks, of course. 
And, and that's so true, right? So true. Right? <laughs> Let's just pretend that all of it is real. They're willing to shit and throw our country down the toilet because I'm a fraudster for $300 that warranted secret subpoenas and everything. Think about it. Think about it. I'm just saying, think about it. Think about it. Just think about it. For the $300 that he's alleging that I stole, that no, that he, that no one complained about, right? There's no crime, no victim, no nothing. I'm not a criminal. He took me to civil court. He issued a shit ton of secret subpoenas, violated my life, got my bank records. So what he's quoting is what he had on bank records, which was the account that I used for the tickets so that I don't mix it up with my own personal family shit. Okay. So that's what he's quoting. Okay. So nobody complained about those $300, right? Nobody complained of monetary loss. So if any fucking fat ass lawyer that runs his mouth could read, he would see it himself. Right? Because Barnes, that's all he does. He's a loser and he depends on YouTube because he's a burnt fucking card. I don't even know how he's on the bar. So let's move it along. Let's pretend all of it is real. All of it. Ali Akbar. America, America. Really? Well, okay, you don't like this person. Okay, you think she's a fraud and a liar, but she actually has the goods to save our country. Fuck our country. That bitch needs to go down. You see where I'm going with this? Do you see where I'm going with this? Do you see where I'm going with this? They are willing to kill your country rather than you see the truth. Are you paying attention? This is what I'm trying to explain to you. You will see where your enemies sit. You will see where your enemies sit. Because I don't care if a person had like 27 DUIs and knocked down a shit ton of, uh, of, of lampposts. If they had the goods to save my country, I'd be like, yo, I'm backing you for this. You fuck, don't get behind the wheel. If, 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 if there was a case that I was like, it'd be like, hey, look, don't, don't, don't try to run charity funds if you're going to fuck shit up and spend a whole whopping $300 from your account with no complaint ever again. But you're saving my country, so I'll get behind you so I can help you. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's about priorities and what their actual goal is. So this is how you can see where the goal is. What is their goal? If their goal is to save the country, they'll be like, yo, you know, he did cook meth. He kind of blew up his trailer home. But the guy's got the goods on on me taking back my country. I I really don't care. He's going to save my country. We can punish him for that later. That's the thing. So while losers are in here saying it's all about Tory, Tory actually has the goods, loser. So please go to where they don't have the goods and you can sit there. What we need to understand right now is regardless, the truth is coming out. They can whine and bitch all they want. But what you're going to realize is just how deep this swamp is. Because if you want to fall into their logic and say, all right, that's right. Tory's all these things. Okay. All right. Tory is a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah, you won. Let's just say she did. But she's got the goods that we can actually attack them with. Why aren't you behind her? We can actually take our country back. That's where you see where their priorities lie. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? And this is what you're going to see. That is what you need to be able to see. The only way you can see that is to be able to take a step back and say, all right, all right, she's all what you say, but does she have the goods? I I don't care. She's this. But does she have the goods? I I don't care. She's 
Where's their priorities? They don't want to save your nation. They want to sell to you their great reset because it's better than the other guy's reset. You get what I'm saying? And this is where it's no deals. And that's why people fear the truth. Because the truth doesn't compromise. The truth doesn't play nice. The truth doesn't give a shit about your feelings. Doesn't care if you don't like cuss words. Doesn't care if you don't like anything. Doesn't care. It simply is. So again, if they have the proof, why, I mean, let's think about it for a second. Let's just think about it for a second. I would totally, let's just think about it. I actually thought of this. If there was a guy that literally committed murder, just saying, committed murder because he found his wife having sex with some dude and he was in a fit of rage and he committed murder. But that loser, after he committed murder, happened to pick up a briefcase that was Obama's that had all the plans fucking fucking up America. So he's sitting in jail and he calls you and he's like, yo, I committed murder in an act of passion. It was messed up and I'm in jail for life. I would appreciate a commutation of my sentence and I will give you everything you need to take down the cabal. Well, at least win your elections. What would you say? Let's be honest. What would you say? Think about it. What would you say? Would you say no? Would you say no, I'll let my country burn? You would say, all right, commutation, probation, we will watch the shit out of you. You can't go outside of 100 feet. I'd say, hell yeah, you're saving my whole country from being handed over to the United Nations. I'm I'm game. What can I do without making you a prince, right? You're still bad. You're still going to have to do this. We will have restriction, but it would save more lives. Even if you're a piece of shit and you just killed, you know, some dude because you caught him banging your wife. I'm just saying perspective, perspective, not saying he's forgiven, right? It's not a part and it's a commutation. Remember commutations still stay on your record. I hope you're catching my drift. (laughs) So again, Again, let's pretend that all these losers, the same losers that have been blocking me from being able to even hire an attorney, I can tell you, if I put this shit out, they will have nowhere to go. But guess what? I'm going to drop that when it's all over. So that way I can bury you. Remember that. I will do that. Oh, Well, I won't have to because vengeance won't be mine. That's all going to come out in the documentation during the court. Sorry. Can't hold that over your head. That shit's going to come out anyway. So, okay. So there are people out there that have a lot of information. I've read every single affidavit that was out there. There are affidavits in there that have 20% truth, 80% bullshit. 30% 30% truth, 70% bullshit, which obviously the majority bullshit makes people throw out the baby with the bathwater. Kind of like Venezuela bullshit that fucking Code Monkey was pushing was bullshit, right? I said it. There was a guy, a Yale professor, who was like, oh my God, he's going to make me, he's going to put me in the State Department. And I was like, um, dude, 
there's nothing going on with Venezuela. I looked at him dead in the face. I think Patrick Berge was there when I told him that. There's nothing going on. Like, who's pushing this? No, 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 I'm Venezuelan. I know. And it's like, stop. There's nothing going on with Venezuela. Well, I'm just waiting for Trump to appoint me at the State Department. And it's like, so that's why you're here, bitch, pushing this fake story. So while his last days in office, your ass can get a seat in the State Department. Get the fuck out of here. And I, Bergie was there. Bergie was there. I even put the shadow net in my affidavit. Yes, I did. I'm just saying. Bergie was there. Bergie was there. Bergie was there. And when the guy walked out, he was kind of like, oh, we can't talk to these people. We can't talk to, to these people because they're not on the same page. Yeah, we're not going to beef up your conspiracy theory that's making amazing attorneys and very smart people look retarded. But then those retarded people had a bunch of other retarded people thumping them. So more retarded people surrounded them. And then it was like half a million fake ass people. And this fake professor was sitting there. Yeah, and, and he's, you know, foreign. Come on, Patrick, you're in my chat. What was that dude's name? The professor that was going to be appointed to the State Department. He was so extravagant. Damn it. Do you remember? Yeah. See, Patrick's catching on to my stuff. How did Seidel get into Shadowgate too? See, stop. Patrick, you're exposing me. I'm not going to be your friend. He's posting this stuff in the chat for those of you listening on. He's going to make me have to do a... a a stereo with him at some point. He needs to stop pulling my pants down. So Bergie, you know what? Bergie can actually call in. I'm going to, I'm going to send that to Bergie. I'm going to tell him to come in. He can actually tell you about this because this is, this is quite fascinating because you guys need to know what happened and why all these people are being thrown under the bus. Very smart people can make very dumb choices too. You know, Smart people make dumb choices a lot. It's not like they don't. <laughs> Heck yeah, they do. I mean, I'm not half as smart as these people, some of these people, and they still make stupid choices. And it's because, uh, you know, they're enamored with like attention, right? Especially if you've never had attention before. Damn. You suddenly get hooked, right? For me, I used to hang out with kings and princes. I'm not saying that to brag. Nobody impresses me, right? Nobody impresses me. I don't get impressed, right? <laughs> I really don't. I could be having king with the shake and I'll be in there with sweatpants because uh, your title doesn't mean anything to me at all. So uh, to wrap up, um, I don't know if Bergie's going to hop on. I sent him the link. We'll see. Uh, but to wrap up, I wanted you to understand that uh, you're going to start to see where people sit very, very soon. You're going to see who's on the side of America and who's not. They're willing to eliminate your country. Oh, Patrick, do you want your camera on? You can have it on or off. Okay. I'm just going to add back you. table. There he is. There's the burger. <laughs> burger okay. So Patrick, you know what I was, I, I was thinking like, you know, people are now attacking me like that loser Barnes talking about, you know, how they all failed because they had bunk, that mine was a bunk? Uh, no, no. <laughs> it's what's so weird. You were, uh, there were a lot of people running ops there. Uh, and uh, present company with Tori would probably not be discluded. 
Does mm-hmm. that sound right? <laughs> uh, you put that together pretty well, Tori. I think I, you know, it's like I remember that Yale professor. He was more fucking salivating there, waiting for Trump to give him a position because he was talking about Venezuela than the real information. You remember that? Oh, uh, I knew uh, Venezuela was uh, owners you know, of our honeypot from the beginning. But you know, there is an interesting question I have about Venezuela. In 04, after I lost my election here, I'm kind of wondering, we we had like $75 million worth of touchscreen voting machines in Florida, 30, like 35 million of them or so, they ended up shredding, right? Uh, and selling for pennies on the dollar. Uh, ESNS <clears throat> offered uh, Kurt Browning like a buck a piece for those touchscreen voting machines. I wonder if any of those ESNS voting machines that Stop Florida it. ended up giving away for a dollar a piece. No, I'm going to mute you. Okay, I'm muting you. I just muted you, Patrick. You cannot see, give away things. Damn it. They're always listening. Yeah, I unmuted you now. Don't mention the other names yet. Damn it. What? Damn it, you're giving away all the plans. Well, I don't know. Damn it just it. seems yeah, to make sense. That's a good question. The, yeah. Stop. Mm. I wish you could see my face and this thing doesn't have a camera. Damn it. A- am I right then, probably? Uh, like, bingo. Hey, that's funny. Because I would have been directly tied to that. Isn't yeah. the unconscious collective amazing? I know. So freaking weird. And Carl that's Jung. the thing when I saw, when I saw this. Well, you know, when I saw the Venezuela, no, when I saw the Venezuela thing, I literally DM Code Monkey and I was like, "Who's telling me it's Venezuela? We sold them fucking machines from Florida. Who's pushing this shit?" Hey, you remember, you remember the other connection that I made uh, to Dominion with the addresses and the uh, area, the Google Map photos that I sent to you. Mm -hmm. Now that was Trey Bizarre, wasn't it? It was very bizarre. How about connecting this whole thing to Bubba the Love Sponge? I love it. And a fucking raccoon. Pardon me. Can I swear? Man, bear, pig. A, a raccoon and Bubba the Love Sponge may have been behind this decades ago. Well, we already knew that. That's weird, though. Uh, and I, I was uh, in that meeting when they planned it decades ago. I joke about that, uh, but the connection to those three buildings right next to each other in Tampa so weird. Uh, is uh, it's like statistically impossible. impossible. And that all ties to, can I say it? Fucking don't yeah. mute me, Roger Stone. But in I a very strange know. way, uh, not a direct way. I'm not, it's just really weird how he seems just, uh, his name just always pops up no matter what, even yeah. a couple decades ago. Well, McDill Air Force Base has some explaining to do. Well, I was being somewhat facetious about it. It's like coincidental. Well, yeah, I mean that wasn't that was a big area. That was, a, you know, that was some prime contract uh, areas there, right? Well, you know, they yeah, and you know what's so weird? So Patrick, now people are finding that I had the goods all along, and the idea that I told them let's just fucking pull the rug out from under them. No one's elected. Everything's bumped post twenty sixteen elections. Let's do it, and it was viable, and it would have happened and what did they do they sat on it well you know they should have to show or prove certification of those damn machines otherwise Um, how can you fucking have a you know it's like if i want to go be an attorney do i not need a certification 
Well, oh, well, the judge won't let me represent myself in court because I'm not an attorney. <clears throat> well, apparent here, here's an expired certification, Your Honor. It'd be like, no, you need the current one. You can't go have an elections that well, determine the outcome of nations on yeah. uncertified machines. Right. But the thing is, I'm grateful that the president didn't complete their quorum for a year because that would have been the perfect time for someone to come out. And in 2019, when we gave that shit to Grassley, what did he do with it? Mm. Absolutely. Fuck all. And and I've always made the argument, right, that, hey, this could just be some dumb. They, the, it, maybe it was certified and someone didn't file it properly. Right. Right. This is the government we're dealing with here. Let's manage our expectations. But even if that's the case, it certainly doesn't mean you lie in anything. Yeah, it's a legitimate question. That website shows that that's supposed to be current. And if that's current, uh, you, you need to verify it. No one would ever answer your question, to my knowledge, on that. Well, you know, the EAC actually answered a question to one listener who actually asked them about it. And guess what? They came back with a nice letter. What's that? We can't locate the certifications. Okay, well, that's a problem. I know. I mean, a legit one. I know. And, you know, this is what's bizarre. We have expert lawyers, right? Sydney saw that. She knew it was real. But she was Mm -hmm. surrounded by complete idiots and losers. No. She That's was ridiculous. You know, like you're holding her accountable for having fucking Ali Kakbar behind her. How the hell does she know who he is? Are we even remotely a nation of laws? Because, you know, I worked for a decade with the Department of Defense as an information security officer. And you had like uh, AR-25-2 was like my thing, right? Mm -hmm. You had to follow as the IASO, uh, IMO, you had to follow AR-25-2. You can Google that for DOD, right? And that lays out all of the IT regulations. And, you know, you got to freaking follow. So you if you don't follow some of those, you could end up in jail, right? Yeah. Uh, many of those, you'll end up in loss of promotions. Uh, some of them, you could end up losing your job in huge fines. AR-25-2, that's just one of the many Army regulations, one of the many DOD regulations. Now, you have to, these things all have requirements. There's a reason that they require certifications, right? And um, uh, you know, like you said, no one would answer that question. If there were certifications, yeah. why don't they fucking show them? Yeah. Yeah. And let's say somebody comes out and says, oh, she was wrong uh, because here we pulled it out of here. We finally found it. And, uh, you know, we it was certified. Well, that does not make your complaint any less justified or any wrong. It's still 1000 percent. And if they're throwing you under the bus, defaming you, saying that the information that you put out there was a lie. No, that's it's an IASO. Right. Just. Wait, 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 here's the other information. That's I a 1,000% legitimate claim that they got to resolve. Mm-hmm, I know. And that's the, that's the thing. People don't like to be held to the fire, their feet to their fire, to the fire to actually answer the question. And, and you know what? When Sidney Powell saw it, she was like, holy shit, this is the grail because she's a lawyer. Why do you bring Sidney Powell's name up to me? You know that's a trigger word. Well, stop, because I think you're wrong, you know? No, well, I, no, okay, I think you're right with the fact that she did not defame them, right? Uh, that civil suit against her, 
I believe is invalid. And oh God, we got to make sure that that doesn't happen because that's she's got to you know, get all the people of, that she gave her all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, you don't no, want to no. go down what that road. What I want to see them do is take each and every one of those fake ass affidavits and put them to the test. Well, I okay, want but, them to but, do that. That's what they should do. Those that signed it under penalty and perjury should be put to trial with it. All of them. They put fake ass shit in there. Well, okay, That's yeah. Right. If you sign something, if you put something in there fake and it's wrong, yeah. Either side, no matter what. But you can't be suing her for what they're suing her for because it's important people be able to speak, people be able to have a public uh, uh, they, uh, it, it, dominion is they were doing contracts that were paid by taxpayers. We need this transparency. We didn't feel we were getting it. She shouldn't be held for that. But her shit with like Akbar giving him a platform, taking hiding my shit, uh, Throwing my shit under the bus, right? Well, your shit's in uh, my and then and because my affidavit. I understood, but she she buried that. She she buried my stuff, and then she continued to give Akbar a platform. It, Akbar turns hey, out now Patrick, to be. To Patrick, 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 hold on a second. She's a criminal lawyer, right? Uh -huh. Listen, listen. We need to have our expectations correct, right? She's a lawyer, and she's being advised by people around her that are supposed to be intelligence specialists. They're supposed to be looking after the greater good of the nation, not their ass. Oh, do not use Stop. greater good with me. That's Stop. a terrible word, too. Well, I know. It is for me, too. Don't even get me started. It is for me, too. But she trusted that those people were doing the right thing. And she also trusted, because of all the fake shadow net pumped groups that were supporting them, that that was the way it is. She believed that there were good people. She believed that people were good. And I believe that is where her downfall was because she didn't see through the fog of war. That is how I feel. That is how I see it. Okay, so she had an email um, from a Wait, person she that she had. Hold no, no, on, from a no, person. We're not having this conversation again. We're not having this conversation because she can't understand it. There are people uh -huh. that watch Shadowgate. Uh-huh. 10 times and they're still understanding new things. Understood. No way, Understood. Yeah. There was no way someone that does not understand this. That well, I just wanted to make the point that I agree that she shouldn't be, uh, that there shouldn't be civil things, but I really believe that the department of justice should look at her for actions that were treasonous and, uh, and being, uh, completely responsible or extremely responsible, uh, for the events of January 6th. I, I will not change my perspective. Yeah. Okay. Right, I see. She I, had I, I, an email. She responded to it to me, uh, and she chose to continue to give him a platform. And if he, if it turns out, if he ends up going down for that, um, so I totally agree. She should. The Dominion thing is wrong. Uh, it's wrong in every in the ways that you're going at it. It's even wrong and constitutionally, it's wrong in every way. But I personally believe that she, uh, that the Department of Justice should look at her. They should look at uh, other people uh, mm -hmm. as well. But her specifically, because I have an email from her, an engagement where she was notified. She responded uh, uh, that she had been, that we had, thank you for making her aware of that. And then continued to give him a platform. And she, she got that information from someone she, she knew was an Afghanistan veteran and a whistleblower that she held my affidavit with. Okay. So, no, well, I can't well, give her. Well, I can tell you that there's one person that was at the White House that mm -hmm. inserted themselves 
amongst all of this that's a snake married to a Democrat freaking uh, journalist. And it's and that and that snake is still sitting there. It's one of those people that are screech. When you say my name, they literally screech. Mm-hmm. Who is okay. who would that be? I'm not going to say the name yet. It's not the time yet. Is that Sarah Curtis? No, it's not. I'm I'm probably going to subpoena because I know a conversation that happened because they use Gmail like idiots. I mean, Gmail is so not safe. Like, you oh, know. oh, oh, I know. Anyway, What's your name? During my case, during my case, what I'll have to do is that is that who you're talking about? Is probably subpoena someone that used to work for the White House to say the name. <laughs> of I'm familiar to that, but you know it's going to be. It's, That's it's what I be, love about you, you know, You generally no. call people out. You call I, them out the name when nobody else does, and, and and then everybody gets pissed at you and they forget about me. So it usually works out pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's how it worked in DC. You were DC, they wanted to shut unbelievably me down. more than I was. That's because people recognized who the hell I was. Yeah, because I was fat now, so nobody recognized who I was. You got a new. Uh, you got a new look. Got a new look. <laughs> there was story. That's a harder story to take care she of. She got a new lizard suit that had a broken belly button. <laughs> So uh, they were kind of like, holy shit. Now someone's going to make that into a video. (laughs) Please add animation to that. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Sorry about that. So that was that was low. That was super low. But you know, I the thing is, everyone's totally distraught right now. We have the Afghani's talking shit. Did you hear the Afghani's what they said about freedom of speech? Um. Well, do I do I care what okay, Afghani said no. about? Okay, so they're they're under the law. Wait, wait, yeah. Well, who cares? It's their country. They could have whatever. Yes, and freedom of speech. Wait, no, listen to this. Okay, this is a twenty-second clip. I already played this, but you're going to hear this. Okay. دغه دا سوال خو باید د فیسبوک له ادارې سره وسي د بیان د ازادي دعوه دوی کوي او دلته خلک د بیان د ازادي This question should be asked to those people who are uh, claiming to be promoters of freedom of speech uh, who do not allow uh, publication of all information I can ask Facebook uh, company this question should be asked to them Dude, the Taliban are fucking like, wait, you're going to talk to us and preach to us about freedom of speech of women and Sharia law? You guys don't let people post that you decide is not news. You should talk to Facebook about that shit. Don't come to us. The Atlantic Council wants them to say every stupid thing, horrible thing that they can say so that they will be able to justify bigger bombs. They love kinetics. I know, I know. And now that's what they want. They wanted to shift it. And now they're bringing all the Afghans into America in a rush, right? They mm-hmm. left all the Americans behind enemy lines and packed up a plane with a bunch of Afghanis that they think should be uh-huh. on it. And, you know, it's all like repeat nightmare, right? General hey. Milley's like, I didn't know. We didn't see this. How the fuck didn't you? You could see that train wreck from three years ago. Are you kidding? No, um, uh, yeah, yeah. 
when Biden says that there was no way and all these people saying that there was no way for this to happen successfully, I would argue that's a complete lie. Um, the use of IIA, uh, and that's not a bad thing. That's not a violation of any type of uh, Geneva Convention. You can look and you can see that. But the use of MISO IIA uh, on our adversaries to understand, communicate, and be able to disseminate a very specific message would have absolutely 1000% guaranteed this shit with people falling from uh, from uh, planes did not happen. And yep. I can say that verifiably. Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, you know, I was listening to you're messing I, up with your audio tour tour. Yeah. Can you not hear me now? I can hear you. Um, I wanted to say um, I saw a video a couple of old videos with Trump and he was talking about the war in Afghanistan. This is like when it first started, he was like, we should never go in. And this is a mess. This is like early days. And there was Fox saying, well, Osama bin Laden was there. And every time I hear that, my eyes tumble. I have somersaults because everyone he really was where that he was in Afghanistan. That's why. We <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's like, everybody still believes he that. Was the Taliban's mortal enemy. They had kicked him out of Kabul, stole his home, his, his, his little palace there, uh, relegated him up into the mountains of, uh, Pakistan up there. And, uh, uh, they considered they considered uh, Al Qaeda to be an immediate and direct th uh, threat to the uh, health care benefits of the mullahs. Right. I yeah. think they were getting tied in somehow to uh, Obamacare and they were if they were to do something so stupid as to let bin Laden be there, they would all be dead. Right. So, so I'm so, just I'm just wondering why the hell didn't we give them something shiny and say, hey, uh, you killed bin Laden for us because they just wanted an excuse. Uh, Taliban were infiltrating all through the ranks of the uh, I'm sorry, Al Qaeda was infiltrating through the ranks of the Taliban. And, yeah. and the Taliban are like, these motherfuckers are crazier than us. Right. They did not want that. And well, the so, Taliban were a political party. They didn't want jihadists. They wanted nationalists. So there's yeah. like a tight line. That's why yeah. they didn't like it. Yeah. So, you know, why didn't we do that? Why do we spend 20 years and a trillion dollars, several trillion dollars uh, on a war that we could have just done for like probably $50,000 worth of shiny shit? We would have been laughing about this like we do Manhattan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> stop. Oh. So, stop. Let me tell you something. Every time I see a general speaking about Afghanistan, I'm like, bitch, say it. Say it. We went in there and there was no Osama. Say it. Why aren't you saying it? And the thing is, I was thinking, all these generals that went into Afghanistan, not one of them has the balls to say, we went in there and it wasn't about Osama. Uh -huh. Not one oh. of them. Yeah, Are they no. We just went in there thinking Osama was there because the CIA told us, but they lied. Yeah. That's possible. That's in the in the mainstream media uh, walked us in hook, line, and sinker, time after time after time. Well, how many do you need? 
how many how many CIA assets? Uh, how many uh, 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 assets are within uh, you know contractors, um, uh, psyop contractors, influence option contractors? Mm-hmm. How many are are married to uh, the the key personnel throughout? CBS, NBC, MSNBC, Fox, every I mean, one of okay, them. Okay, let's let's. They are driving these people, these treasonous bastards, are driving us into one war after another after another. Mm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why doesn't one of them stand up and say, "You've all been duped. I served in the military. I was told that this was it. It was a lie, and I'm here to tell." Not one of them will stand up and say, "Osama was never there." We did their elections, if you remember. <laughs> we did their Why elections. do you need to say he wasn't there? Why would he have been there? He was the mortal enemies of the Taliban. Yeah, you compared me to Osama and I and and I you know Well he's tall. <laughs> Dude, we can't do inside jokes when not a lot of people will run into this. <laughs> uh, so basically, we started a war 20 years ago. It's kind of like Vietnam, like I was telling you on the phone. We went there to not let them be commies. Not only did they become commies, but all their border countries became commies. And now we went into Afghanistan telling the world that it was Osama who was hiding there. And that's who threw down the towers, right? Full circle, 20 years later, they take over and they're like, yo, you're going to preach to us about free speech? And I saw some memes of the Taliban making ice cream cones. And I'm like, are they trolling Biden? Is this <laughs> whoever whoever's running this side? Jesus. It's so bad. Yeah, I'm it's pretty bad. It's so bad. I mean, I saw General Milley looking like he was the walking dead right now, talking about how they didn't expect it. And I'm like, shut up. I'm not as decorated as uh-huh. you. I don't even have access to half the shit. I saw this coming yeah. years ago when Obama let them all go. And I was talking about it on air. They're all there. What do you mean you didn't see it? Now he's Hey, don't lock that door, door, dude. I don't have a key for that. Oh, no. Yeah. And I don't have a key to the. I don't have the number to the gate on me. I'd be fucking locked back here. Are oh, you dude. in the office? Uh, yeah, I'm out back at the office, but they lock everything up, and then they lock me back out here. That's because there's a lot of weed on the premises. Well, there is, there is, but uh, yeah, I got. I don't have a key to this back door. They gotta hook me up. He has an office in a building. Well, I can cir- circumvent the gate over there. <laughs> like all of them are there. Yeah. All of them. I love your office, by the way. I'm jealous. Right? It's better than right? It's, uh, it's not terrible, right? Mm. It's not anything fancy. No, it's nice. Uh, it's not fancy, uh, but it does the trick. Hmm. <clears throat> It absolutely does the trick. So, so, so in, in my lawsuit, you know that I'm going to have to subpoena you, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I will be a, uh, a non-hostile witness. Well, that's if I could get it out of chambers, because that's what we need to. Um... Yeah, I love your judge. Oh, oh my that gosh. Looks, that looks healthy. Yeah, it does. 
and out of all places in Tennessee, I find the only judge to get assigned to me. Yeah, I find this. I, I, I my it's, spidey it's just sense. coincidence. My spidey sense is going off on that with you. Oh yeah, well I know. They're setting you up enough. right there. I know. I know. I know. You can't blow the whistle on the CIA and not no. get thrown somewhere. No. And you haven't. We haven't yet taken out their command and control of the narrative, which I tell you, that's you got to do that. Well, uh, you know, and, and I what do you, put what out do you so much me? truth. Uh, you know, truth has to stand on its own. I'm not going to sigh out people with truth. I could just no, but I'm just saying uh, you're putting this case through. Uh, but they still have command and control of of all the major social media platforms uh, of the court of public opinion. So even if these judges do snatch you up. There's going to be nothing that anybody can do because they control everything. I'm now, if you if they could get my shadow net shit through there and they could hold off so they wouldn't be able to use those uh, partnership agreements for a while between Atlantic Council and Facebook and Twitter and things like that. And you go into that judge's chambers, you'll walk out of there because they don't control it. I'm deeply concerned. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not going into the judges' chambers without well, a Well, you know what I'm saying. I know. There's going to be a line, Dan, you're going to be walking into very shortly. It's going to have a guy that likes to arrest fucking whistleblowers. And uh, <clears throat> even connected to shit, you're kind of like connected, but you're going to want to delete me on that. Uh, but, uh, right? Yeah, I know. I so know. this is a setup. It's not good. And you gotta the take the command to roll out of the narrative before you do it, but you haven't done that. And we've had this conversation. Tori and I are well, I have faith in the people. They will squash it out. Good luck to that. I, I have faith in people. You have, well, have faith. Well, people will not wow. let that, it go. I, that yeah. is a bridge too far for me i got faith in like no one i may have faith in like one person right me? now me huh? me huh me i had till october a, a former spy a quote-unquote former spy is who i'm supposed to be putting all of my faith in. if you actually went to jail if you went to jail who would you call be honest uh, if I went to jail, I'd probably call Tori because you did. Okay, you're absolutely awesome. And if you got, went to jail, you could call me. Well, I don't know if I'd be able to do much. Mm. Right? You can actually do something. I'm kind of like absolutely limited on what I can do. But I'm telling you right now, they control this shit. And I've said it since when? They're November not going to anymore. Year. But I'm telling you, I have, what is it? It's August 18th. I yes, got it is. full two months for the people to wake up and start shouting from the mountaintops. And you got I believe that the people will do this. They won't let me jump into the belly of the beast without knowing that it's going to spit me right back out. I yeah, don't know. Uh, I'm worried about that. If we don't have, if we don't have, if we don't take away their command and control, and I'm not just saying, I've been saying this consistently since November, if I not with everything, with every court case trying to be put into the system, Hell, they're even using. They're even. You even said they're they're literally using this shit um, to determine like juries and stuff. And, mm -hmm. and that's just a hypothetically assuming that they don't snatch your ass before it ever gets to a jury. They can't touch me, Patrick. You'll see. I, I wish that was true, but I with this shit in place, you know, I, I'm still consistent with my concerns with that, I and know. I've been right every time. I know. I know. But uh, you have to say, you have to have faith now. I mean, you're the person speaking of how things are happening that you couldn't believe it, right? 
So you must have faith too. It's not just me. You know, well, I know people you know, get the word out and they're going to be like, all right, let's pretend everything that the attorney general said about Tory is right. That she committed this whole fraud for $300 on McDonald's and QVC. And he came at her with secret subpoenas and shit. Just for I say they bring back the rack and they stretch you. Tori. Yeah, see, I'm not. I'm not anatomically the same. So they can't touch me. Right. So, yeah, uh, I Most see that as being, it's all just a setup. It's all just them using lawfare. It's no different than them arresting Millie as it was, as Shadowgate was uploading. And you were keep, and here's Tori. What time is it? What time is it? You sounded like fucking Doc from Back to the Future. The I fuck know. was up with that, Tori? Well, because I knew that they were going to plan something just like they that I knew in July when their system. Yeah, but they snatched up Millie. Hey, I didn't remember history specifically, but I knew. Okay. <clears throat> I knew. Yeah. I was freaking out because I knew. I knew that hard drive really pissed them off. They know that I know. And they know that I know that they know. Perhaps the lizard people are working with the raccoons. <laughs> Who knows, right? <laughs> if people oh. only knew the the grain of truth in the raccoon story um, that makes it so funny. Uh, I love that. Yeah, Things are well, the funniest story. When they sound so ridiculous that they're impossible, but yet it's true. <laughs> well, you know, you have to you have to have faith in people more, okay? Mm. Like like I was even telling you know that that, that Oh, you mean like I should have faith in like Judge Pirro or Sarah uh, Carter? I or maybe Dan Bongino. How about I go uh, having all this faith in Dan Bongino? He seems like a nice guy. He used to protect Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Listen, so October 18th, I'm supposed to be walking into the chambers of a judge that locked away and threw a key on a whistleblower that exposed the pornography being used and all other stuff with the CIA, which I'll introduce my listeners to tomorrow. I mean, yesterday I, I brought up Matt DeHart a little bit so they understand what kind of torture mm -hmm. they've been through, but they don't know his story. And so that same judge has accidentally... Out of all judges in, in America, I mean, I can also ask for another judge and say I don't like him. Or, oh or, yeah, I'm sure they're gonna. I'm sure. Yeah, ask for another one and have clear force pick it. Predictably. Well, well, looking at all the other federal judges, there's. You there's see what I'm saying? Well, here's the thing: I have grounds to ask for one because the minute we filed our case, some outside counsel was advised without our permission. If you don't have a case number, you don't advise anyone. So I have grounds to do something like that. So I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm going to ask my lawyer and see how we can get around it. Because, you know, we've got, I've got two months to make the people get behind my affidavit, not me. Right? Fuck me. Get behind my affidavit. And I don't think any person out there that cares about their country will, you know, dismiss it. Personally, that's what I think. Well, um, no, you gotta hope. You gotta hope, but 
uh, you know, there were a lot of people that loved their country that, you know, ran the gas chambers too, Tori. Yeah, but, you know, uh, the way America is right now, now, um, there's a lot less people wanting to run the gas chambers and a lot more wanting to make sure they don't happen. So I've got... Oh, great. So there's going to be a bureaucracy in the time it takes to cook me. There's there's a... Wonderful. They're just going to take longer now. It's kind (laughs) of like what that guy said earlier today. Uh, I swear to God. Uh, I heard some potato heads say uh, that uh, that that the the, fa- the rapid escalation. He list they listed in the number of potential rapid escalations of the Taliban as being one year or two years. And I'm like, oh, rapid? You mean like fucking government? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I'm just <laughs> could be hours, days, weeks, months, years, years. Oh, I guess they're not working for you guys <laughs> to be ra- considered rapid. See, you ground me with how other people think too, right? But I'm I'm of the I'm of the fact that I really do believe that this is going to turn around and people will focus on the facts because they're tired of this confused, you know, fog of war and bullshit that's happening everywhere. I really have faith in it. I mean, I wouldn't give myself a countdown timer of two months if, if I didn't. I really have faith in humanity. I have to have faith in humanity. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that want this to be taken care of. And if I have to jump into the belly of the beast, I knew I was, right? There was going to come a point I think oh, I there's, legitimate, uh, there's legitimate, there's uh, legitimate, this can go south a thousand, thousand ways right now, uh, but you got to do it. Like how could it could go set when I went down to the DC federal court uh, and filed uh, my key tan, you know, that could go south many different ways. And I didn't, I'm not a Tory. I didn't have thousands of people that would actually be able to do anything. I didn't even know you, right? I didn't have anyone. Uh, I, was, I would have been buried. What's that? I didn't have anyone either. I had maybe five people. There was this guy that ran for governor, Michael Coachman, a friend of mine named Michael, uh, a great guy who was well. Yeah, you got a lot of connections and you got a strong no, network. I didn't have any uh, of them because I was working under the radar. I couldn't tap anyone. Patrick, I had to duke this out. I actually was like, there's no way in this state, because I hadn't studied the judges. I was so busy focused mm-hmm. on the targets that I wasn't even, I had no situational awareness whatsoever. Uh-huh. And that fucked me up. I made the biggest mistake ever by not having, you know, my situ sorted. Okay. I did not. And so that got me into a court of law where I had a judge tell me that I have no rights. And I was like, so you're saying he could just probe me because he feels like it. And he was like, pretty much. I was like, what? Yeah. I was yeah. shocked. I was like floored. And right? then I betrayed by Welcome. so many people in the meantime that were planted in my life for that very reason. So, yeah. uh, you know, that was where I was. Completely what year was that? At 2017. When Pence appeared to Minot randomly. You've been fucked a few times before that, if memory serves me correct, though, by a few friends of ours. Yes. And I'm not talking... Overseas, I know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so I know, listen, when we're, when we're in the battlefield, right, what are we taught? Let's just say me as a contractor, even though I wasn't wearing a uniform or anything of that time, you were also taught. How do you respond? Well, you got to kick in the door to clear the room. There you go. You got to puck some people, right? Right. And, you know, you don't know what's behind that door. But if you if not you, who? Right. And if not now, when? Exactly. So. thing. Uh, so, and, and by, by me doing that, it kind of, well, that's when I got the text, uh, on April, on 420 from Gavin, which he had received, uh, information about me from you, uh, in, you know, inquiring about my TTAM. So even though it failed, uh, it, there were two good outcomes. One, uh, I didn't get snatched up, uh, by the DOJ and taken off somewhere <clears throat> uh, and B uh, it kind of triggered Shadowgate in a way right Shadowgate was always the plan Patrick understood but that from me from my perspective my email my text message from Gavin <clears throat> my first one was uh, uh, referenced the key tam. So that's what I that's what I look at it like. Well, when I saw your Q case, I was I was shocked. I was like, damn, he has balls. But now there's record. So um, no, I'm pretty sure you were like, who's that stupid motherfucker? No, I didn't. I well, actually, you would have been right. No, when I saw the IG's response to you, I actually I, I felt so bad because I was like, oh, my God, there's hope. I can find people that are first degree separated because you only had one degree separation. You didn't have like 20 like I did. Oh, yeah. No, I was right out there. Hell, I'm on Facebook. Uh, the stuff that we did could not be classified because by its very nature, it was made public. How do you classify a post online, Tori? Now, I can't ever speak of anything like uh, the, 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 the background processes, right? Can't talk about that. That keeps me out of jail. That'll get me in jail real quick. But besides most of that shit. You can talk about that in court. Yeah, but, you know, most of that shit's all like AI now anyway, right? I keep up with it. Let's just yeah. say that. Well, well I'm just I got saying, some friends in the business. Uh, you know now what's they're, deep into, they're deep into quantum and they're deep into AI. And okay. we should all be deeply concerned about Patrick, that. Patrick, here's where it's going to get fun. During the case, right, if you read it all the way at the bottom, I referred to like 2014, right? How much you want to make a bet that the 1,200 people I hired temporary and the 200 people that were permanently placed in that foreign country, those 1,200 temps were the ones manning Dominion machines during the election. How much you want to place money on that shit? How much do you want to place money somewhere from Florida? I don't know. I mean, I, I let's get a dollar. I mean, we, I can't believe uh, we we most likely funded uh, these dumbasses. I joked about that for years, mm -hmm. literally years. I've joked about that. Uh, how we uh, ended up uh, selling them for pennies on the dollar uh, to most likely dictators in Venezuela and other countries looking for free fair elections because <laughs> <they weren't laughs> that's what we have in America in Florida. 
I know. We fought hard uh, to get rid of those systems, Tori, and I won. I you lost. won, but then they brought in the new shit. Yes. Well, yes, right? Uh, and you know what's funny? That the, 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 the optical out. systems are fine. They're good enough. It's either optical or dip your finger in an inkwell, right? You don't have a lot of choices. Or we could bring back the old... The thing with the bar handle where you pull it down, the it's kind of like a slot machine, chads, which chads. is how you vote now anyway, Tori. Well, yeah, the chads, right? The hanging chads. Yeah, right. Remember that? But yeah. it was great. Well, you that shit. I was there. For, I was, I and then was you pull the, the big handle. Right, but I was, was in the like room. Vegas. Yeah, but I was in the room when they said, how are we going to get rid of these punch cards? Let's create the hanging chads. Like, they planned that shit. They literally planned that shit. The dangling chad. And it's like, damn. But Browning was deep behind that. The guy that I was running against, he was 26-year incumbent superintendent, supervisor of elections. He was the president of the uh, Supervisor of Elections Association of Florida. Yeah, uh, 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 how, he was. How he was that you were involved in that. Right, right. The unconscious collective. It's it, how weird you is it? And I tell am, me that you have no faith that the people will get behind the content. Not well, how, how weird is it? That I, sorry, how weird is it that I ran uh, in two thousand four to restore election integrity uh, because it was so fucked up? It's not even funny. And then I end up participating in creating a weapon that actually destroyed the election, the integrity of all elections. Well, they needed to usher. <laughs> well, here it is. Full what the circle. fuck is up with that? It's it's almost twenty years. Full circle. Yeah, my resume is pretty confusing. <laughs> uh, you know, um, having said that, having said that, I'm going to call you tomorrow on something uh, in regards to um, some PCAPs that, you know, random separate ones um, that I got a hold of. <laughs> I'm staying, ask anybody listening to me, I'm staying away from the PCAPs because you say like, oh, don't talk about this, talk about that, don't, I get it confused. So when it comes to PCAPs, I'm just saying talk to Tori. No, why? Tori doesn't know how to do that stuff. (laughs) Well, you know what's going on with this little fucking psyop they got. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. No, exactly, right? I don't even know how to use a computer. Stop it. All right, tell him to talk to uh, Ron Watson or somebody then. (laughs) (laughs) Call Code Monkey. Because they're real good. (laughs) Or uh, what's his name? McLaughlin, whatever. Call that guy. He'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. Stop. Run? I can't. uh, can't. uh, Stop writing me. Can I throw one more thing in here that that just perplexes me and makes me say, okay, I guess I didn't make a point there. Um, Phil Waldron. I love the guy, right? Uh, Well, from what I met with him. And I love how he loved Shadowgate and all of that, right? But uh, is is nobody, he's like the number one guy in charge for Mike Lindell's thing, who I've been claiming is like uh, the, whole, the whole thing has been a psyop. Not by them. They've been, in my opinion, manipulated. 
but somebody, you know, they hijack these movements. That's what they do. And I've said, in my opinion, from the beginning, that's what happened. And then I see that, like, you know, the I, I the guy, the, the guy that took over is like IIA chief at the IOTF in Afghanistan, the Information Operations Task Force in Afghanistan. Why is it? Why is the guy that re- basically replaced me uh, r- the number one guy behind this with Lindell? That could they have not have found like a barista or somebody? No, no, stop. Colonel Waldron was there to run mitigation. Okay. Okay. Uh, he did a great but, job you know, running that mitigation. But did you see how Pete Scamtilly fucking inserted himself? He was trying to set up Colonel Waldron, constantly directing questions. That's like interrogation 101. So Colonel Waldron was on the corner there. And then the next question was, Colonel Waldron called over the reporter, didn't he? And it's like, can you not see it? That he was literally tasked to take down Colonel Waldron? Like, how could nobody see that? Well, there were multiple operations running there. Oh, my gosh. I need to show you something. I haven't shared this with you. Mm -hmm. You're going to freaking laugh your ass off. Hold on. Hold on. Someone made this video. I need to share it with you. If you you haven't seen this Scamtilly video, have you? Damn. Damn. I really need you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I I need you to listen to this, okay? Just listen, okay? Uh Just Just listen. This, this list of Twitter accounts has just been stewing, okay? Because I used to have, at one point in time, I had like 600 Twitter accounts being manufactured and in the rotation. And we had automated messaging and basically having them set up so that they didn't... Hold on. I need to put it on so everybody can see it. This is from 2013. God bless the man that freaking created this. This tells you exactly who was ratting out who. And you're just like, wait a minute. What? How is that scammer suddenly, you know, in the middle of this shit, right? Doing this. Hold on a second. I'm, I want to link the video up. Give me a sec. Give me a second. I'm trying to download this so I can play it. I can share it on the, as a video file on the screen with us. I really, really want you to see this because you're going to be like, how did this even happen? And how did they not notice? Right. He's going to yeah. be the the question hold on let me yeah. pull no this up. no i wouldn't be surprised but you know i i uh you and i have a a, a different uh kind of perspective with uh pete santilli um i i'm still you know kind of on i'm on the fence uh, wait, with, hey, wait this is gonna change my mind friends with wait. stone and i get all the things he's fucking working for info wars now wait 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 you need to see this okay hold mm-hmm. on Hold on. I need to open this. Come on, open up. There we go. Give me a second. I'm going to share the screen because people have to see it. But he's not wrong about there being nothing but a big psyop running there. Uh, he's just not including himself and the other people. No, that he did. was tasked, and you know by who he was tasked. Stop. Well, okay. yeah, no shit. Ready? Ready for this? All right. Damn. Lost permission. Give me a second. Did you okay. notice he was running uh, my pillow? <laughs> Use promo code Pete for my pillow. I know. Oh my God. Wait, what is it saying? It's telling me that it won't let me share it. I found that to be funny. Damn it. How come it won't let me share it? Hold on. It's got to let me share it. It's really got to let me share it. I have to have it shared. Mother. That's not nice. Don't you love that, Tortor? Yeah, I want people to see this, and it's upsetting me right now because 
I can't show it to the world and they need to, but I guess you can hear it. So here we go. I'm going to okay. listen. I can hear it. Okay. This is, by the way, from November 8th, 2013. He calls his wife, Deb, Susanna, not Deb, right? So she changed her name, apparently. And or, it's Bruce Montalvo, Ashley Jones, Pete Santilli, and Susanna, which is Deb. Okay. Okay, listen. This, this list of Twitter accounts has just been stewing, okay? Because I used to have, at one point in time, I had like 600 Twitter accounts being manufactured and in the rotation. And we had automated messaging and basically having them set up so that they didn't look like fake accounts because they had messages going out and links and so on and so on. So that mm -hmm. when somebody lands on it, they see that it doesn't have like one follower and two messages. That's boring. That's a boring person. So I set up these dormant accounts and it mm -hmm. made it look like they're, they're active. Now I'm going to open one of these up. Now here's another thing you want to first and foremost. Okay. If you really want to build out a website, you, I will give you one on gorillamedianetwork.com. You can actually have a separate page. You can do everything that you want to do. This is what Twitter is all about. Okay. I want to create a stupid environment. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, if, if you've never used Twitter before, you need to understand one principle and one principle only. The whole reason for creating this environment where people can read stuff, see stuff, do stuff. They see it's visually appealing while it's a Twitter account, while Pete Santilli is saying important stuff. There's only one reason why I'm even on freaking Twitter is because the, the only reason why this page, this Twitter page is there is for this link right here. And that is so that when they see it, they say, wow, this guy's interesting. PeterSantilli.com. Let me click mm -hmm. on that. It takes them to, yes. to the Pete Santilli show. The what? only reason why you have activity here, all right, is to show that you're a real person, okay? And ultimately, it's to capture their attention so that they'll go to the website. Once they arrive at the Pete Santilli show or Gorilla Media no, Network, no. What we do with them thereafter, when they arrive there, they're at Gorilla Media, what are they going to be doing? Hopefully buying Jay's jerky right away with freaking Bitcoin, right? And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I'm saying hopefully we have attracted their attention to where they're going to buy products from us. They're going to be a listener. They're going to be a loyal member of our community, all right? But Twitter is, is kind of like, it's like fishing, seriously. Savvy now can get in here, set up her page, make it look like she's a real person, and we all go to web pages, do we not? Susanna Cole and, and Lynx, mm -hmm. right? Ron, I mean, all of us yeah, are on. Small team, small IIA team. You guys don't understand this. You need to. I'm going to tell you this right now, okay? Mm -hmm. The people that master this stuff are the ones that are most effective in reaching a bunch of people for free. That's why. And yet he said that the shadow net's bunk. I have literally years and years of experience. No, he Side tests and yeah, I get all kinds of people. Ah, oh, you know, I you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I know what's going on. That's fine. Go ahead and try it out, and then you'll you'll discover. No, he actually uh, had me yeah. on his show yeah. a couple times. Right, but that's talking before. about Shadow Before, yeah, but that's before Roger Stone got a hold of him. Well, yeah, you know, well, he'd been, he'd been friends. He'd been friends with Stone mm -hmm. for quite a while since Stone helped him out. Mm -hmm. And so he has a uh, he has a, a, a very a personal uh, like uh, connection to Stone, like he owes him something. I respect that. How can he not? Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, even. It, it, well, I agree. How many people do you hang out with that? I just say, Tori, what the hell? Now, I don't hang out with him, but 
I don't disagree with what he did the other day. Uh, he, uh, by, uh, well, okay. Let's say, uh, wait, you know, that whole thing ended up being like just a, a soup sandwich, uh, of psyop. Uh, right. And so, he did it. And that's the thing. Yeah. Why, why did people, he was being praised. Like he broke out some news. And the thing is, uh, they already had that report for me in November. I'm yeah. just saying. No, uh, well, <laughs> I was right again. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, later. That guy, that that guy, Spider, he was absolutely making all that shit up. Some of it, some of it some was of actually it. Oh, yeah, some of it. Yeah, like, but yeah, right. Some of that stuff was some really smart. He literally fabricated from thin air, correct? Well, so did the others too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, not arguing that. The others oh, that they're throwing cover for are too, right? So, I'm just so, saying. Uh, that it, was a sign. Throw doesn't one under the bus so you can cover for the others. Doesn't that kind of sound like what Jonathan Lee Riches did to me? Yeah. Uh, which th which they never uh, disavowed. They didn't mm -hmm. take his platform away. They kept giving him a platform, and they shut me up. Lindell, all of those people. Well, did. I just want to make it clear. Pete Santilli so, fucked up the whole symposium. Well, he, understood. He, he but uh, I was watching, I was watching uh, Lindell. Who was literally playing uh, the the audio clips uh, that uh, uh, Centilli had gotten and released, right? Right. And uh, Lindell was so pissed off that this guy was making this stuff up out of thin air, and I'm like, dude, he yes, he is. It's literally a cottage industry, and these guys could have shut it down. Wait, when what I do you mean he them. was making stuff out of thin air? They get they get paid thousands of dollars uh, in financial transactions. I've seen the receipts. To create uh, fake stories, fake stuff uh, for people. No, I so know. They I know. Can Wait a minute. Destroy them. Wait a it's minute. A Wait, a minute. Wait a minute. I know that Spider was there on purpose. Like the fact that they let him in, I sure. gave my full report on that. Right when I, I think I shared with you his affidavit that I had. Right, and I was like, "Look at this. This is all bullshit. That's okay. That's true. This bullshit. That's true. This is bullshit." Bullshit, bullshit. We went yes. through it together. And and then with the other stuff that they were talking about, that old fucking dinosaur text, Scorehard and Hammer, right? That was crazy uh -huh. shit, too. I was like, wait a minute, stop. What? I, well, you, know, you know, all they were describing you know, like, what? Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is they let him back in, and Colonel Waldron is not stupid. They had good command over it. no. Yeah, listen. He's probably one no. of the best psyop IIA guys. What I'm saying is, uh, what I'm saying point, is, Tori. his team was psyoped with Pete Santilli. Well, of course they That's were. There's a war going on. Right. But it's not a war of patriots. It's a war between the military industrial complex. What uh, What does Phil Waldron do? Does he own corporations within the military industrial complex and sell the services stuff that he learned while he was in there? Exactly. He does. That's what he's doing right fucking now. How many businesses does he have where he's selling cyber, where he's selling different things like that, Tori? I Look, mean, he seems like a good, I, good guy. No, I'm not, I'm not making a personal thing with him. He's the wrong person to be in that position, in well, my opinion. He had the right teams together and the right people, and you know most of them. Why I, do you need I a sign-up guy to count the votes? Well, no, it was his team of cyber experts. 
Okay. And they weren't counting the votes. They were going. Regardless, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is Mike Lindell got psyoped by guess where Pete Santilli came from. What camp? Well, InfoWars. Thank you. Stone. Edward. That's my point. That's my point. So they came in and psyop the psyoper and what they, 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 they messed up because now they just burnt their card. It's only a matter of time till they drop them like a hot potato real quick, real quick, because they forced them to throw cover for others in that Antifa attack. Yeah, but no, but uh, Mike Lindell loves what they were doing for him. I'm going to tell you, that Antifa attack, I guarantee you they're not Antifa. I guarantee you they were probably on Rob Dew's payroll or something. I I would bet anything on that. I would say... You know, uh, we're putting out personal opinions. I would too. I'd probably say Jonathan Lee Riches wasn't far behind. They're all contractors. I know. And they did that shit on purpose. Right? That's what, yeah, that's, that's their handiwork. Yeah, that's and, and Mike Lindell has put so much effort into ensuring that there is a good chance. Mike Lindell loves what, uh, loves what Sintilly uh, did. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. I know. Like, I, he, I tried to I get to him. I talked to a lot of them. I and tried I was to like, talk to him. No. <laughs> Look, they did this. Because they want to come up with you pick our greater good over their greater good. Uh, you know how that goes. I hate the greater good. I do too. And that's why I say fuck that. The people are not going to have it. Nobody will take a deal. There should be no deals. No deals. No, 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 no deals. How does the word greater good break down ethically? Uh, it sounds like something Hitler would say. It or sounds wonderful, say. doesn't it? Well, for who? It's for them. They're they're they know best for the people, right? They know well, best. It's the, for the it's the, when the Democrats cheat, how many Democrats right now are sitting around saying, "Well, yeah, I know we we helped steal the election, and that's why everything's falling apart in our country, and that's like well, that's why we had this terrible thing happen in Afghanistan because the people were not the collective did not elect the people; they stole." But you know what? All those Democrats are saying, "Ah, but it was for the greater good." Yeah, because that's how they achieve the 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 end agenda. Okay, now you're really far away. Where did you? We can't hear you, Patrick. What did you do? What? We can't hear you. Where'd you go? I didn't do anything. Is it your headphones? Did you swap? Deep state. You sound like a girl. Change it. I didn't do nothing. Uh, But what I do have to do is. Uh, I have to go raid someone on Twitch right now for some music before I pass out. Yeah, and I got to plug in and everything. Uh, hey, can I just say that, uh, 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 shoot, uh, well, I'll put this on, I'll put it up tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow I'm going to, my thing didn't go, uh, on, on, uh, IRN broadcast, didn't get uploaded properly tonight, but I did put together an interesting thing on, uh, uh, on, uh, that guy, uh, Jake, the National Security Advisor. You know, he was, uh, he was a McCain, uh, advisor. Stop. We should have this conversation when people can hear you. You sound like you're in a tin can right now. All right. Yeah, I think my my battery's getting low. Okay. Patrick, we'll we'll connect again. Thank you for hopping on. All right. No, thanks. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Thank you all very much. I'll talk to you later, guys. God bless you. 
Bye now. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. Okay, guys, I'm just going to put on a tune and then we're going to go and raid someone for some music and relaxation. How does that sound? Um, so I was going to play something else. Not that. I want to play music. Let's talk about brainwash. I hope you guys are listening to the words of this. I know you probably are, but it's important that you listen to the words of this song because it is so true. And, and you know, I don't think people realize just what a jump I did. And like Patrick, he's concerned. I am too, but I have faith in people and I have faith that people will be able to discern fact from fiction in less than 60 days. Here we go. Half the country fell asleep, but they scream woke. We're distracted by vaccines and TV shows. Politics, celebrity, gossip, popular, neat quotes. Black lives, white lives, which lives mean most? We only dedicate one day to remember our fallen soldiers, the men and women who died young. But if you come out the closet as Caitlyn Jenner, you're a hero and you get a whole pride month. The most dangerous pandemics, propaganda from these clowns. Only mass is gonna save us is duct tape on their mouths. Don't speak. We don't need to defund police, need to defund the media who lies through their teeth like big pharma doesn't cure you dog because every patient that gets cured is a customer lost and big oil runs the world the only wars that get fought are with the countries who have natural resources they want heard him claiming if a white man braids his hair and likes rap he's appropriating culture but if a white man acts too white he's white trash he's a racist he's a bigot he's a monster let's just have the conversation not every liberal is dumb not all republicans are racist the government wants everybody fighting with their neighbors because they know that if we get along we'll probably we go against them they can't stop us because we're ready to fight trying to brainwash us but we won't let freedom die